What can we expect from season five? Five, 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 Welcome to the finale of the January now. Oh, we didn't think of something for February. January slash uh, fatigued on 21 February uh, series of recapping 2021, uh, where we, the podcast Dan and Bray presents, talk about our favorite things from the year that was 2021. Um, This episode is our top albums. I'm presenter Brandon. Uh, This is Rankly My Dear. Uh, and, um, yeah, here are the rest of our presenters coming up now. (laughs) Thank you, Brandon. Um, the sincerity series coming to a close. Um, I know you're probably sick of talking about 2021. I am too, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, speaking of music, sorry. One thing left. I don't know what Dave was getting at. No idea what that was. Oh, happy day. We're here. Oh, we're, we're finally at the end, at the end. of the sincerity okay. series. But continue. Correct. I agree. Annie. No, I agree. I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, I don't know if I, like if it was like some kind of specific reference to that song I wasn't getting or, <laughs> or what or what your I don't know what your deal was there. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, but yeah, no but deal. we're here. What is this? Episode six of the sincerity series or five? Six or five? No, five. It's episode five of the sincerity series. Yeah, because we did it was tracks, tracks and tracks. TV, videotape, movie. We did. <laughs> and personal podcast. Personal pride pod. Yeah. So this is five. I am presenter Danny, a presenter number two, sincerity series, closing it out. Talking about our top albums of 2021. I'm very excited. This is the show I probably did the most prep for of any show, I think. I think of any show, this specifically too, maybe the most of any show we've ever done. It took me very long. But um, we'll get into it. David, your turn. Wait, Dan, did you say 2021 albums? Oh, we're so far into this series. I was ranking my 2022 albums. Oh, God. <laughs> Kidding. All 21. We're talking 21 albums. We're ranking 21 of them in 2021. Um, you know, uh, I guess we're all going to discuss our like approach to listening to albums on that tracks on tracks new discoveries or discoveries of 2021 episode we did we discussed our um listening habits this kind of also is going into our listening habits like how did we find these artists how did we happen happen upon them were they artists we already knew like are they new artists that have never been heard before by our ears until 2021 um a lot of exciting ways to discuss these albums by these fantastic artists. Um, should we reveal our album numbers? Like we did our movie numbers, like how many albums we consumed this for 2021. Oh, I mean, them out front. 
if you have that, you can. I don't have that info. At, um, Whoa. On the ready. Okay. I will say probably the least amount of albums in contention for me since we've done the show. Wow. Well, okay. Well, mostly, be, mostly because I guess if we're getting into that, like I have habits, all that stuff. I typically, I, I try and get like, you know, I, I try and listen to stuff that I am aware of and that I like and, and, you know, discovery playlists, whether it be, uh, you know, canceled Spotify or the superior as always Apple music. Um, and, but also like, you know, towards the end of the year, I, I like looking at a bunch of the year end lists from various publications of following to get like an aggregate of like stuff that I, you know, didn't naturally come upon and I'll listen to. I didn't do, I didn't do that this year. This year was more of like, if it kind of came to me via either algorithm, uh, you know, from a social, you know, what, like if it just came in front of me in some organic way, or I through rap, various rabbit holes, recommendations, I kind of I try to do that because like I didn't want to hold anything under the scrutiny of okay I'm listening to this for the in, for the answer of will this make my list like I wanted it to be right. more of like a kind of like an organic uh, some would say brave approach uh, going back to my <laughs> brave versus cowardly approach uh, in the movie episode. So are you aware of any of your albums Pitchfork ratings at all, Brandon? No. Wow. Okay. Game changer. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dave, I want you to go now with your like your approach and how many oh. you have because mine is going to take the longest to explain. Okay. I thought you were saying. Okay. I thought you were about to say you're having another baby. I'm. <laughs> oh my god. Spread. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, that is, Thank that you. is a part of the. I forgot that is a part of the lore of the show now. Of the sincerity yeah. series, especially. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, so I, my number, the reason why I guess I want to bring up my number of albums listened to is because it's pretty close to the amount of movies I saw this year. Ooh. It's 61, just one under the movies I saw. Kind of cool. 61 albums. Last year, I think I listened to or ranked at least 35 or 33. I forget. But this is like almost double that. So had a lot to, uh, draw from for my top 10 and uh you know i think i i guess i what brandon said about how he approached this year is what i pretty much do every year i i never really look at the, the um like best uh or like best albums of the year ratings until like after we do the show because i don't want it to influence me too much and i'm more um you know i'm just trying to sh share what i liked and listened to in these in 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 at the end of these at the, at, for these episodes i'm just trying to express like what i enjoyed yeah the most not really saying like what's the best per se mm -hmm. or the most important because i'm not a music journalist that that's i can't do that so i can tell you the 10 things that i was most into and that's what i'll be doing this year love it like i do every year and yeah so some stuff that i artists I knew already and some artists that I heard for the first time. I, I think it was way more new artists this year than I've had in, in a while. And something I did do, Dan, was go through a Wikipedia article, albums that came out in 2021, which you might have done this too. And I like cherry-picked 
every album that like stood out to me, either by an artist I already knew or a interesting sounding band's band name. <laughs> that happened a couple of times too. Like, oh, that's an interesting name. Uh, maybe I'll listen to that. So like, I would go to that 21 albums, you know, master list. And whenever, whatever I was in the mood for, I would listen to that album, usually as I was driving home from work uh, most nights. So that was my main way of getting into albums. My dr- long drive home from work. Wow. Um, that's more than I thought you were going to say, Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, God, I have too much I can kind of say in terms of my process for this. Um, okay, so Spotify, obviously, that my you know my main source of um, you know of listening and finding artists. I haven't gone out of my way to like find new artists through Spotify in a while. It's been a few years. Like I haven't opened my um, what is it? Uh, Discover Weekly. Is that the what? Which? Oh, that that uh, yeah, the weekly discovery app. Well, no, what's the other one? There's Discover, Discover Weekly, Weekly playlist. Oh, Release Radar is the other. Thing okay, and Release there. Radar. Okay, yeah. Discover Weekly, a couple years ago, was a way where I added so many artists that I could start following and getting into. I haven't been able to do that because now, since then, and from artists that you guys have introduced to me on the show <laughs> from our various formats, you know. Um, uh, whether it be tracks on tracks on tracks or, or this show, it's hundreds of artists I follow now. I think it's like 400 on Spotify or something. It's, oh my God. it's, it's insane. Um, so every week, every Friday is new music Friday on Spotify. And that's when I'm saving all the new stuff that comes out that makes up the albums I listen to for the year. And I it's see. more than enough. It's more than enough. It's um, just, okay. So I started to prepare for this show like November, I want to say, maybe even late October, where I returned back to stuff from the beginning of the year and started to put my ranking together, right? Just the amount of albums I returned to was about about 60, same as you, Dave, like 58, right? Yeah, mine was 61, honest, uh, honestly. Okay, there's probably 30 more that I didn't return to that I also listened you to. You didn't return to, though. But yeah, I didn't you, return to. But you did all, listen but, to. But I remembered I, I like listened to yeah. it and I was like, I don't need to return to this. But right. huh, I probably cool. I definitely didn't need to return to as many as I did, but there was just a bunch that I remember that I was not that into. Or like there's no way this is gonna make a top ten. Why, you know, why would I bother? You know, so well, okay. Combined like 20 or 30, not necessarily returned to, but ones I still haven't listened to that I've saved in my Spotify. Right. That's that's so but yeah, return for this show, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like 58 or so albums I listened to just to help make my ranking. Um, took me a long time, but I'm very happy with, uh, with my results. But yeah, that's pretty much my process. Oh, we're talking about... Okay, and I did in like um, December, and I started doing this last year. I, I looked at like a list or two, and I only started doing that last year um, just to see if I could add on any more you know that were just like you know beloved and yeah i found some that were maybe like one one in particular that was added to my top 10 that wouldn't have oh. been there. i'm sorry two that wouldn't have been two? there before two because these were artists i don't i didn't know about 
Um, and they, they're on my top 10 list now. So I'm excited about that. I, I always look at the Grammys and I did look at, I did look at pitchfork this year, which I never look at, but wow, we went to pitchfork. It was a great time. I felt like I owed it to them. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But, but I only listened to pitchfork, like genres that I knew I was going to like, okay. like, so it was only a handful of like, you know, pitchfork I, you know i didn't go through their best of the year and listen to all of them i just went through some you know high scoring albums picked out some genres that i like and yeah two of them or at least one of them from pitchfork i think one might have been from the grammys i can't remember but i'm happy i did because they, they're excellent um, i love the grammys they, that wasn't in my top 10 television <laughs> that's right i i had also i guess i'll revisit one thing you said is uh i had i had also have a list of stuff that like I didn't go back to and and then two th- like actually one thing came back on my list that wouldn't have been on my list if not of us having to record this you know five years after 2021 um because because, because i will explain when we get there but uh i wouldn't have revisited it for two reasons uh and so i'll i'll get to that soon um can you tell right. one reason now or no just tell them both later I'll, i, I want to save them both Wow. Okay. <laughs> because they're both as anticlimactic as each other. So I do not. Two want... reasons why. Two reasn't why. Our own version of is it? Isn't that like a thing? Eight reasons why, or uh, or ten reasons why? Isn't that a 13, show on Netflix? I think it's thirteen. Thirteen <laughs> reasons why. Yeah. We have two. We have, they two. have thirteen. We have two. <laughs> okay. So, I guess then I will start since I am a presenter. Brandon and I, I usually say things first. So remember, remember that, remember all that time ago when uh, we said there were two reasons why, and you'd have to wait for it. Guess what? You know, gotta wait. So this is uh, this is Deaf Heaven band that I have definitely talked about. Oh wow. Before. So now here's the thing. Definitely haven't. Definitely haven't. The last two Def Heaven albums I like more than this one, even though they never made my top 10. Uh, <laughs> so that, that has a lot to do with how much I listened to this year. But I am going to see them in a couple of weeks. So I'm, I was listening to the album again because I forgot it came out last year. I thought it came out in 2020. So that was that was one of the reasons why you know one of the reasons why was I forgot it came out and the other one was because I'm going to see them so um, so definitely those are the two reasons yeah those are the two reasons yes okay yes okay just as anticlimactic as I actually maybe even more than I uh, set up so this is great um, so Def Heaven is a black metal band uh, but like very melodic and like ethereal um, this album kind of went full pop black metal. Uh, and there's, What's it called? I, uh, it's called infinite granite and I'm going to play the song, uh, great mass of color. It's pretty dreamy. Oh, this is really nice. Kind of surf rocky. Very 
there's oh. a medal, I guess. Yeah, so it's like it's interesting because it like I said, it's very it's like very accessible. It's like a heavier Friday Night Lights soundtrack. Oh, I mean, yeah, no. So uh, I will mention as an honorable mention now, Godspeed, you Black Emperor, like one of the post rock bands that I love, like same explosions in the sky. Godspeed had an album out this year. So it's very like post rock with vocals and a little Mm -hmm. bit of screaming. So I'm interested to see. Uh, the show and if they're going to actually kind of lean away from some of their more like traditionally, even though their black metal stuff wasn't very traditional, it was still the music was always very accessible, but there just was no singing like that. I mean, like very, very sparse. It was more of the screaming, um, but great band. I'm excited to see them. Me and um, me and some of the Philly people are going to see them uh, at Union Transfer in a couple of weeks. So excited for that. I have a question now. Yeah. Are you aware of like any like deaf heaven fans saying, they sold out. They got real pussy. Um, they got real pussy. Actually, I don't like it anymore. Honestly, honestly, not as much as Too you would expect. <laughs> I mean, I'm there are definitely some, but I think more people are like, kind of more into the fact that they've been evolving, like free, like you know, like it's like not the same thing every time. So, but there are definitely some for sure. Yeah. I guess well, according to Dave, there's overlap between like Sopranos, <laughs> like people and, and Deaf Heaven fans. Look, because that's yeah. what it just sounded like. Like, yeah, he's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know metal fans can be a, a little bit, um, you know, obsessed with like things falling into place, like in t- yes. falling into a genre specific sounds, like for sure, checking boxes. And they're, they've always been different from that. Um, I really like them. An- another full disclosure, I should say, is I did listen to a song or two from this album and I liked it. I just never f- listened to the full thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I will listen to all of it now. I forgot about this band. I was definitely into it in like the Bonnaroo preparation from, you know, seven or eight years ago now. Um, but yeah, maybe I should listen to this. Although I'm trying not to listen to music for a while after this show. <laughs> right. So. Um, but that was cool. I was definitely into that. Um, all right. So Dan, you're, you're up. Here you go. Number 10. I'm scared. Um, okay. So number ten, okay. Another part of my process I didn't mention is like, you know, I made a ranking as I was going, you're returning to the 60 or so albums. And then today I revisited about like my top 15 to 20. I re-listened to today to solidify my top. My God. 10. Okay. Yeah. That was my day today. Yeah. So I'm kind of out of my mind. This was an album that was number 15 and it moved up to 10 today. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what we love the process. Yes. I was happy. I'm, ha- I'm happy. I remembered to talk about that. And there's some stuff I'm going to talk about later that dropped out, which process. I probably made a big mistake, but it's my mood. Oh, there's another thing. Um, I probably should maybe save this for until we get there. But basically, looking at this list, my top seven locked in. They've been locked in. There's some shuffling in the places, in the placements within the seven, but the top seven are locked in. I would say eight through 20 Whoa. can change given the, the day or the yeah. mood I'm in or like eight through Damn. 20. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. 
that's literally me. That's literally me. My seven really? is like always been th- those seven, and it's like yeah. changed a little bit. And then like twenty through eight, it's been like cycling in and out. Cool. Until okay. today, that's crazy. I, would, I noticed I that my, numbers. I would say my nine and ten are the only ones that fluctuated. Okay. There you. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So, but this this moved up to ten. Um, this is a repeat artist from last year for me. Um, a rapper I love, Dave. What? Uh, D Smoke. He's back. Oh, he was back D-Smoke's with a new back? album. Back with another back album this year. Albums. And this also made my top ten. Now, his oh. album from last year I definitely liked a little more, and it was higher in my ranking last year. I'm pretty sure. Um, was it but, number one? No, no. My number one last year was uh, Thundercat. Um, yeah, whatever. And honestly, looking back at my list, it probably should have been tops. I probably should have put tops number one. Oh, huh. Last year, because I I ended up just, you know, and I saw them live. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that's not what we're talking about. Um, this is D Smoke. This album um, is called War and Wonders. Um, this is a song crossover. It be like this sometimes, bro. Yeah. Why niggas gotta act so tough? Like you being an asshole is a fat bro. You an actual just a, such a cool vibe. You know, he's West Coast guy, Compton. Take a chill pill, need to just very Was he talking about a woman or a man? He just sounds a lot like Kendrick. That's why I like him so much. <laughs> it's great because like Kendrick hasn't put out an album in a couple of years, so like he's gonna fill in that. Yes, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Yeah. He's, he's really cool. George Clinton. Yeah. Crossover. Crossover. He's talking a lot of basketball. Yeah. Don't care if they look like a bitch when they cross over. Bitch, give me switch up. They cross over. Yo, niggas stay down. These niggas shooters out here. Um, oh, I, I cut it out before the actually trumpet came in. That's I like that part. Wait, hold on. I'm just going to click play again. With the long range, got the long Ooh. barrel on the old gauge. With the wood handle and the recoil pad. The VOD things, what you want to act hoof. That's why I like that little trumpet. Uh, <laughs> um... But yeah, it's a cool sound all the way through. This one's, you know, very laid back, very, very chill. It grooves. He's got some more hardcore, like heavier stuff in the album too. Um, but another quality effort from him. He's really grown to become one of my favorite rappers. I think he's great. D Smoke. He was on that reality show. We talked about that last year, right, Dave? That right. You watched. Yeah. With the, <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't. Cardi watch B it. and Ti as the judges and and Chance yeah. rapper. Yeah. But um, yeah, this this moved up today. I wanted to really I wanted to showcase him again. Because he's he's very good. I feel like he's underrated. I don't really hear many people talk about him. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out some people that are not getting enough attention online. So yeah. uh, I like that. <laughs> um great, great stuff. My number 10 is an artist who I think I discovered this year. Yeah, I must have. Um, and I knew her first as a podcast guest on a podcast i really liked called um up close and personal she was the first guest on this podcast called up close and personal that came out during the pandemic i think 
and um, never heard of her at the at the time. Later, found out that she's a musician, and she's a daughter of a very prominent director, Steven Spielberg of West Side Story fame. <laughs> Sasha Spielberg is her name, oh. and her music uh, is called Buzzy Lee. So the album's called Spoiled Love. Came out like early last year, I think like January. And this song's called Strange Town. Time after time, I beat that heavy hand. Uh, contemplative, contemplative indie pop with very natural vocals, and has really nice like late night vibes to it. Went to sleep to this album a lot. probably skip ahead a little bit anything groundbreaking but it's very solid and uh yeah it was an album i listened to a lot at night kind of uh stayed with me for most of the year so so yeah that's buzzy lee um really into that i was on my list of things to listen to because i did hear come across a song but i didn't listen to the album so i'm glad that this, now that you'll have me bump this up to my must listen going forward. That's cool. I was into yeah. that song. That was really nice. There's a lot of buzz for Buzzy. <laughs> Buzzy Lee. And you know what? Maybe not as impactful as Jurassic Park, but like just like just as enjoyable. So like what's the big for deal sure. with Steven Spielberg? Like 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 you watch a movie, listen to the album, it's like the same experience of enjoyment. He creates <laughs> great art and she's just another one of his projects. <laughs> and <laughs> uh she's opening for heim i think for some some of the uh i think california shows for the that's how alana gets in the next spielberg tour. that's how alana gets in the next spielberg well actually she does make an appearance in um like sasha spielberg she does make an, an appearance in licorice pizza like a very small role oh Ooh. there you go okay yeah wow very cool. Uh, Buzzy Lee, Dave's number 10. Love the pick. Um, okay, so my number nine is an, a, a British, a British mm. artist uh, by the name of Dean Blunt. Uh, oh, artist. shit. Okay. Now we're talking. 
<laughs> yeah, now we're getting to the real shit that this podcast is about. Hell uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> um, don't really know. <clears throat> I just looked up like what genre, I guess you, you could say. Uh, it's listed here as art pop, avant-garde, hypnagogic pop, and hip-hop. I would say it's like hip-hop indie, uh, kind of like King Cruel-esque. Uh, so I... here is the song Sketamine from the album Black Metal 2, weirdly related to uh, Def Heaven, but this is Sketamine by Dean Blunt. In the front, in the back, in the face, on the hip, what nigga, what trip. Come see what I want, girl come see what's up, with a gun on the beach, if you see what I mean. Our samurai comes on a rerun Out of merged tin pots with the seeds on That nigga knows what he done That's why he really never can't be none Yeah, just want to give like a little, little, just a little taste Because like the very styles Very cruel Yeah, very king cruel Here's a little mm. This is a song called Nil by Mouth a lot of like admiration for artists that know exactly what they do and just execute it for an entire album like the whole album is just like it's like it's a of a piece within itself that it's just like very like i don't want to say insular in a negative way but like that it's like this is that's it like you listen to those two songs that's pretty much what you get like and uh but it's great it's it's a nice like just kind of low energy but like so a sativa plant <laughs> this album makes you sink into your couch and then <laughs> want to eat it um yeah it's good uh an, an artist that i've what? listened to uh for a couple of years that i actually found out via that uh old podcast we used to get up on this oh um that guy's canceled that guy's canceled <clears throat> i think he got canceled last year um Wait, what's the name of the album? Black Metal 2, because Black Metal Black came out in 2014. Two. Is that the name of his album? Yes. Uh, oh, it's a reference to like an, an earlier album called Black Metal. Black Metal, yes. Oh, cool. I'm definitely going to listen to that. That was, that yeah. was great. Lots of cool stuff. Lots of... Uh... Um, no, but I didn't say... That sounded really cool. I was into that. Yeah. Brandon, it's, that was it's cool. That was sick. Um you always find the very the different stuff that's just way off my radar that I, that I like and then usually forget about, unfortunately. <laughs> and then like a couple of years later, I'll be like, "Have you guys heard of this artist?" And like, it's like something you showed, like something you brought up like years ago. Yeah, um, that's typically what happens. <laughs> Dan, all right, um, number nine. Um, this was an album that also moved up today. It was thirteen. It moved up to nine today. Um, Wow. Wow. You guys, you guys might know. Gotta this love guy. the Fam process. Uh, famous producer, Terrace Martin. Do you guys know this guy? Terrace? Terrace Martin. Yeah. Terrace? Terrace Martin? No. Okay. Well, it's pretty offensive, Dave. He's like been a producer on like all of Kendrick's albums. 
Okay, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I just called him a terrorist. <laughs> okay. It's T-E-R-R-A-C-E, uh, Martin. Um, yeah, he's just like multi-talented, like instrumentalist, musician, rapper, singer. Um, most known for being a producer, though. Like he's, yeah, he has production credits on, um, I think all of Kendrick's albums. He, I think yeah. he produced Damn. Uh, he produced cool. um, uh, Loyalty specifically, I think, on that album. Oh, mm. um, stuff. So this is, you know, like so many, you know, hip hop, you know, producers like to do, you know, he, they'll put out an album themselves with a lot of different artists. And so he did that this year. Um, this is like Quincy Dr- Jones. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like yeah. Jo- yeah. <laughs> Quincy Jones, DJ Khaled. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like that. Um, this is called Drones. Um, and we were just talking about how I love D Smoke because he's filling the Kendrick uh, void. Kendrick on a song on this album, so that elevated it a lot. And oh the, man, okay. So this is the one with Kendrick, but it also has um, Snoop Dogg. Um, there's a lot of people on this album. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign. So um, Ke- Kendrick yeah. was just featured on one song on this album, and that yeah. brought it over V Smoke. <laughs> uh, I like this song, but the whole album is great. There's a, it's yeah. a lot of cool stuff. Very jazz influenced. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play this one from the beginning. The song is called Drones, the, the title track. Wait, and guys. No conversation is there. No communication is there. No education is there. No penetration is there. No dedication is there. No revelation is there. No stimulation is there. No vibration is there. Yeah. It's sick. Man. We fuck all night till we see the sun. Backwoods and black patrol stores. They call us drones and we both know. Computers in the dark, making more clones. She calls me only when it's warm and wet. I call her. Awesome. Uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg comes in later in the song. It's very, it's very funny. Very good. Um, but yeah, he's also um, from LA. I think he has his own label. I don't know if it's his label. Sound of Crenshaw is the name of the label. So it's, you know, it's all very much LA sound, LA based. Um, it's sick. This album, start to finish, this album's really good. Um, like, you know, like I said, heavy jazz influence as well. Like very much like, you know, like a lot of the Kendrick albums. Um, Sounds like an eighties R and B jam. Yeah, like this a, one's right. That's this song, one's a little di- right? different. Yeah. yeah. This this one's definitely different. Like he's but he goes in different directions with each of the tracks. Yeah, this one was way more like of that, a, which obviously I'm gonna love, you know. So who's this artist who sings um Forget Me Nots? Kind of oh, remind uh, me of that artist. 
Patrice, Patrice, Patrice Russian, Russian, Russian. Yeah. Patrice Russian. It has like that vibe for sure. He's produced a lot for Snoop Dogg in the past. I'm um, looking at like his production credits, Lala Hathaway, um, nice. Johnny Cash remixed <laughs> something. I'm just looking <laughs> oh. at this, this, this list. Is that uh, an artist's oh. name? Oh, J-Rock, one of the guys on the Kendrick label. Um, he's produced for him. What about that as an artist's name? Like you take a, a like a legendary artist and then you add remix that remixed <laughs> Johnny What's Cash up? remix I'm, is like I'm Johnny Cash remixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what that what that is, but yeah, I know, be, but I thought be, okay, <laughs> okay, 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 yes, because he's like worked with so many different artists. <clears> Johnny <throat> Cash remixed, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, oh, YG, Travis Scott. Yeah, so he's got a lot of a lot of credits. Um, Alt J even. Oh, oh okay. interesting. Well, different. Hey cool. guys, I want to party with some of these artists that we've been talking about. Let's think about this. Dean Blunt, uh, D Smoke, uh, Buzzy Lee, Def Def Heaven. Yeah, Terrace yeah. Martin, like <laughs> chilling on a terrace. That's yeah. that's always fun. So. Cool stuff. Party. It's mm. the party episode. Party episode. Yeah. I think you guys would like that album. Terrace Ter- Martin. I, I dig it. Yeah. I'm d- definitely digging it. Okay. So my number nine is. Um, okay. This is also of the rap genre. And. Um, it's an artist that we all know and all respect for sure. Um, I wonder if you guys listened to this album, what you guys thought about this one. Uh, the new Tyler, the creator album or the 2021 Tyler, the creator album. Call me if you get lost. Did yeah, you listen? So definitely listen to it. Um, okay. It's a little low on mine. I'm curious. I'm curious to hear. Oh, you, yeah. you were out of curiosity. Where did you, like put it like uh, i i um loved half of it and that's why it's low i loved half of it like loved half of it like the first half i didn't think i wasn't i didn't think it was that great first half of the album you know where it's Mm -hmm. a lot more of um was dj drama yelling it's like very like well that's the the whole album right he's in it but it was more of like the old school dj drama mixtapes the first right and, it t- and I was like, oh, come on, I don't want to listen to this anymore. And then the second half kicks in. I'm like, holy shit, this rules now. I, um, see, I dug that he was on the whole album because it gave it kind of ha- it gave like this album a way more like, I guess, classic hip hop feel to it. Um, and it kind of like focuses more like on Tyler as a pure rapper versus like a producer which I kind of appreciated. He kind of like, I think highlights himself more as a rapper and um, it's like another quality album by him, like continuing his evolution of being a more mature and less brash um, artist. And I don't know, I, it was, it was an album I listened to earlier in the year. I kind of liked some of it, didn't love all of it. And then I, but I, I kept returning to it. And yeah. I think at this point I'm like, yeah, I got to say this is definitely top 10 material for me. 
Uh-huh. It's at the very top of my, not my honorable mentions, but my, I need to listen to this again. I just ran out of time. Like I, I, I really liked it upon the like one and a half times I listened to it. And right. I, so it's, it's definitely up there in ones that I want to revisit. Tyler has grown into really like, I've always like, we've, we've all talked about this a lot, like always really interesting production, like ideas. And like you said, the evolution of, of, his artistry now has just been really great to watch. Yeah. And this, uh, this album kind of has a, like a traveling theme to it. And uh, what's the right word? Um, cosmopolitan feel to it. Cause he talks about a lot about traveling all, all around the world. And um, yeah, that like broadening, broadening his horizons and stuff. Um, this one is called what's, what's your name? Yeah. So good. This one rules. Yeah. Oh, you look malnourished. Get some bread, fried an egg, yolk, and trying to serve. You can be spot. I pick a tail number and we could be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, we when we dance, disco and friends, smell some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off. I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. If you got a man, you should cut it off. Get your passport, cause we run it off. We can sit and talk. You can tell me everything that's on your chest, baby. Get it off. You were my type, you were bright. Uh we'll play another one too, just to give it a That was like early in the album. This is later in the album. It's called Juggernaut. excellent production i i personally like the presence of dj drama throughout it because it connects him to like a different period of rap but it still like sounds like new i just kind of like that he's like able to do that like dj drama respects him enough to be on his whole album i don't know it's kind of cool in that way and uh yeah he's definitely an artist i have to listen to more uh but i i think i listened to him a little bit more this year than past years so I want to salute him for that. Keep doing great music, buddy. He, he was on my list uh, when we did the Pitchfork show of um, wish list artists. Who you want to see. Where, yeah. Where, where I want to see. And I still feel that way. I really want to see him live. He's coming to Chicago soon. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. I'm not trying to do stuff like that with COVID right now. But <laughs> um, yeah, I really want to see him. And I may have been, yeah, I may have been a little too harsh. Just, I think like once, like I knew that it was really only the second half of the album I loved. That's when I started dropping it more and more, like listening to more stuff. And Tyler just kept falling in my list. Like right now, it's thirty six. Right. Oh, now. Okay. Um. So like you know half what is it out of sixty? You know like halfway down, right? So, um. But I'm looking at some stuff above it, and I'm like, ah, that might be stupid. I don't know why I did that, but. You know, it happens. It's hard when you listen to that much stuff. But also, it's hard when an album is like kind of on the longer side. Yeah, there's that too. 
it kind of wears on you. And this one's like over 50 minutes long. So to me, that's a little bit on the longer side. Right. I'm going to kind of like lose interest a little bit on the first listen or two. And it kind of takes repeat listens to know how strong the whole thing is. Anyway. I think overall, keep Agreed. it short. Keep it like 40 or, or under if you can. 40 under, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We just completed our round nine. Here we are at round eight. This was a, this one was a big surprise for me. Artists I've been aware of just never, uh, not even locked into it, but just kind of didn't take the time. I don't even, I just want, there was just one night where I, I said, you know what? Let me, let me, let me give this a try finally after all this time. And the opening track, which is what I'm going to play here. It just like knocked me out. <laughs> and uh, the album is really good, but this first song is just one of my favorite album openers I've heard in a really long time. This is uh, Snail Mail with Valentine. Oh. Uh, you know, have you listened, Dave? I did, yeah. I liked some of it. I wasn't super into the whole package, but I did like some of the sounds. But I'm I'm definitely curious to hear it again. It was like yeah, a so one, it was like a one listen, and that was it for me. Sure. Yeah. So this opening track, uh, like I said, I'm really into this. I, I want to get to the chorus too. Let's go be alone where no one can see us, honey. Careful in that room Those parasitic cameras Don't they stop to stare at you? Can't love for us both You've gotta live and I gotta go Oh yeah Yep I, I just I really, really love that song. And I've listened to the yeah. album quite a bit. And the whole album grew on me too. Really good songwriting. Her melodies are great. Um so uh yeah, that that's kind of been firmly in my top 10. Towards the towards the tail end of it, uh, but that song just carries snail a lot end. of weight. Snail <laughs> the snail end. Yeah. There, there's something like I, I like parts of it, and other parts of it is like maybe too pop punk for me. Like the chorus comes in. I'm like, I don't know if I love this, but I love the sounds like the production more than like the actual like songs or something maybe, but I, I didn't hate it. It's definitely, yeah, like, it's yeah. definitely a different thing for, you know, it's not something I, I don't know. It's maybe I, I don't know. It's cool. And it's 
not for me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I get that, Dave. That was a cool mix of things. I I was it wasn't. It is interesting. Yeah. Yes. I like how it started, and then all of a sudden it shifted into this '90s song. Like it sounded like a '90s thing. I was like, "Whoa, this." hmm. I might have to listen to that. That was cool. The album has the album has a. It's kind of like that. There's a lot of different like kind of vibes going on. Um, I I love the guitar sound. The production's great. yeah, just like it's just one of those ones where because like you said, like it's not I've listened to snail mail before and it's I've had that exact reaction, like, you know, because they've kind of been one of the bands of the last like last two releases that have gotten a little bit of hype. And I've had that exact reaction that you just had. And for whatever reason, this one, this one got me. So, yeah, it's been a great snail mail. Okay, um, number eight. Don't need to spend too much time here on this one because we all know this band. Curious if this made your top ten, Brandon. I hope it did, but I understand if it didn't. Uh, this is where Black Midi is going to go for me. Oh, uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm just going to play John L. Real quick. I think that's the. Is it the opening track? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just real quick. Yeah, just um, total insanity. The type of thing I didn't know I was missing in my music listening. <laughs> like, I, I think it's mostly because of how primacy it is and how much it reminds me of that. And like, it's so primus, yeah. And I didn't know I was missing that, but I love how fucking nuts these guys are and how crazy this album is. You know, totally different from what I normally listen to, but I, I love this thing, front to back. And like there's moments in the album where it slows down too, and it's like it's really good too. Um, but um, I've decided my favorite talent in the band is the drummer. The drummer is unreal. The drummer is amazing. Unreal, and like especially seeing him live, like that kind of added added this element for me and. Like oh like that that part <laughs> like this little production things that are cool like it's this is a scene on Main Street when John Fifty comes totally to town. nuts um, just pause it there um, <laughs> yeah um, the only reason so and it's it's the only artist I in my life I can say this about that I have listened to live recordings more than the album of a band oh, cool. that I, I love. Even yeah. when I brought them to the show, I played their live performance because <laughs> I, I remember I was like, this is it's just better. Like, I don't dislike the album and it's fine, but there's just something about the energy that is just not it's just not the same. And especially seeing it live now, like when I went like I liked the album when it came out, I was into it, not as much as the first one. Then when we saw them, it was obviously amazing. And then every time I've tried to go back, I just like I can't get through it. Like, I just can't like get through it. That's the only thing. I, I I agree completely with what Brandon's saying. Like the album is very cool, but it's like it does not have the same effect for me as seeing them live. And it's like mind blowing. It's more like this is cool. It's like a little too much going on for me not seeing it. I don't know. Like maybe you have to have, visualize it too. But I'm sure like there's an energy there too that's missing. You know, I love on the album like like some of those slower. But I like this. 
ascending forth like the final track is yeah the is, last is, track is, 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 that is a nice that's probably amazing. my favorite song on the album yeah amazing yeah that's yeah. cool um and I'm, I'm really happy that like they have infiltrated your your daily like you're like <laughs> like i love that you found that missing piece again because this was a good year i mean we talked about it at pitchfork there were a lot of good like rock quote unquote you know like artists back yeah. kind of in the in the fold yeah, I'm just um, I'm blown away by these guys. I think they're like 22, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're they're little. They're, 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 yeah, they're young. <laughs> like, um, but this moved up today from 11 to Ooh. eight today. It's yeah, like I listened to it. I was like, this is fucking incredible. I can't not include this. That was I kept my attitude. Like, this is nuts. Like, I like I, <laughs> I, I love you know. Like, I love this. I love the insanity, but it's not just nonsense. You know, it's 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 math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I like that to too. I know, I know, to it. I know that's where you typically you know you lose Dave, um, but <laughs> I I like I like math. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, um, dude. I brought a calculator to to their show, and I was working out. <laughs> Everything checks out here. You did some accounting, like yeah, it was worked out perfectly. You audited them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Again, I don't listen to you know a lot of rock music these days, um, or really even that many bands. I've been trying to listen to more bands in general. It's just so many solo artists that I follow, um, but I, I haven't heard anything like this really. I mean, I'm, I, I love it. So yeah, this came a, Cavalcade. This, Cavalcade. Yeah, that's the album. Cavalcade. This came out and it's short. <laughs> it is short. I like that, which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not this overwhelming. Thirty thirty six for me. But it's not okay. a bad thing. It's more like I listened to it like I think once or twice, but it didn't like really grab me as much as you know. But I still loved it. I so I love. Sorry, I should I should say I still love seeing them live. <laughs> uh, and I had snail mail mail at forty six. I think it was a one listen. That's where it kind of ended up. Um, let's see. This is eight. Eight. Yep. Okay, so it's funny that. <laughs> We're talking about bands that are like, kind of have like chaotic energy, because um, my next my next album is actually a similar kind of type of band, um, but they're much older than the twenty two year old Black Midi. This, these these guys must be in the forties or something. I'm not really sure. This is their eighteenth album. Um, oh it's Deer Hoof. Actually, you can. Legendary, hectic, almost prog band from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I never, I didn't listen to this. I forgot that this came out. Yeah, I mean, they're they're like very prolific. They've been around since 1994. And this is very much in tune with what I know from them. Um, I haven't listened to all their albums because they have 18 of them. And I listened to maybe three. I don't know. Yeah, um, same. Um. Yeah, I'm always into their stuff. And like what Dan said, it's fun to hear a band of creative musicians playing very well together. Um, here's a taste of what they do. This is called Ancient uh, Mysteries. Hold on, what's it called? It's called Ancient Mysteries Described.
that's a taste of them. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. It's basic rock band setup: two guitars, bass, drums, and vocals. But you know, they're very experimental with their approach to songwriting and arranging. And uh, yeah, I always like everything I hear by them. It's it's always kind of like groovy, but then like changes it up and like every so often and kind of drastically. It's like never very. It's never boring, and um, pretty quirky with the the lyrics and stuff and the vocal styling um just solid a solid band that should be uh um noticed so i'm noticing them there you go eight i mentioned in the past back when we were in high school and we used to rip each other's ipods into the computer yeah this was definitely that era of like getting stuff from lawrence and uh in 2007 and and like that's when I listened to, to this band, yeah. And um, also came up in the Discord music chat that we're in. Uh, I remember, and I didn't listen to it. I, I wish that I listened to it. Hmm. I don't think I've heard of this band, really. I don't think so. Actually, you can listen to it. That's a reference to the, the album title. It's called Actually You Can. Act oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say it was like an NFT or something and that you could <laughs> listen to you it. Can. Uh, I love that pick. It's going right to the top of my list under, uh, uh, I almost said Tracy McGrady. By Ty I meant Tyler, the creator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what that means is I really have to pee. So I'm going to go do that. And then <laughs> start I mentioning NBA players, players from the 2000s. That means you got to pee. That means Brandon has to pee. <laughs> you know, you know how Brandon operates. <laughs> yeah we all know that that's a thing he does <laughs> <laughs> all right well justin kidd gotta go too you mean jason kidd all right dave's off mic so i'm just alone but <laughs> i think he meant jason kidd i'm not sure D dave just tried to do the same gag but he said justin <laughs> kidd he said justin kidd and he didn't hear me say you mean Jason Kidd. He was off. He was off. He had his headphones off by the time I said. But wait, that, who was so. he? Who was he referencing to instead of Jason Kidd? Oh, like like somebody named Justin. Well, no, because like I was trying to say Tyler the Creator, and I said Tracy McGrady. Oh, I don't. He was literally okay. <laughs> he was literally just trying to say an NBA player, meaning he has to go pee. But he said Justin Kidd. Where are we? Um, we are at uh, number. We're at number seven. Okay. Uh, on last year's 2020 Tracks on Tracks episode, there was an artist I could not remember the name of. And I said, I really liked the song and I couldn't think of the name of it. And I couldn't find it. Well, I found them and their new album happened to make my list for the year. This is Dirty Loops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, their <laughs> album from last year counts because I listened to it this year. Now this is uh, so Remy Wolf. Do you guys know Remy Wolf? Name is maybe familiar, <clears throat> or no, it might sound like something else I heard of, okay. but maybe. So like a common theme on my list this year is like very like minimalist type of stuff. This is definitely like maximalist pop R and B. 
Uh, it's oh, yes. There's like a lot going <laughs> on here. So yes. I do want to play a couple of little snippets rather than one long snippet. So here is Remy Wolf from the album Juno. Yeah. The song, the song right here. It's just, nice. it's, it's, it's really, really fun. Uh, I was saying to Dan, just like very like Gen Z energy. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like fits in with a lot of stuff we've heard on the pod before, like that kind of energy, like mixing genres. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was she repeating? What was she saying? So the name of the song is called Vokiano. Vokiano. Okay, I thought she said "fuck, fuck it all, fuck it on." <laughs> like I thought she was saying, but I was like, "Wait, no, she's not saying that." But is she saying that? No, she's not. Fuck, no. fuck it all. Fuck it on. Fuck it on. <laughs> um, I love that there's unexpected stuff. Unexpected. Yeah, that's yeah. I love that when that happens in in pop music. Like that's uh, really good. That's yeah. That's an that's an auto auto follow. <laughs> it's 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 really yeah. fun the album's like all over the place it's very very cool um reminds me of like a like it like a, like an evolution of like tune yards um you know from like the earlier 2000 like indie scene that type of energy uh remy wolf very cool glad you like it that's my number seven uh dan you're number seven yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> number seven for Danny. Oh, I didn't look to see where this was. It was nine, and it moved up to seven. Okay. So, yeah, pretty consistently, confidently top ten. This is Van Jess. Do you guys know Van Jess? Uh, is that the third, then the fourth singer of Van Halen? Jess? Uh, close. <laughs> No, couldn't be farther. Um, Van Jess is a Nigerian, uh, well, Nigerian American R&B duo. They're sisters. Um, oh. It's uh, Ivana and Jessica Nwokike. So, oh, so Ivana, Ivana and Jessica Van Jess. Um, I think they blew up on YouTube originally, but they put out some albums, and I love this one. 
from this year. The album is called Homegrown. And let's play the track. Weird. I'm seeing it listed as an EP. No, you're not. <laughs> I am. Not, not, not a chance. There's no way. That's what it says on Wiki. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Strike it. Strike it. Can't count it. Uh, it does say it on Wiki, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm not playing this. Week. I think no, You're it's not. fine. It's fine. I just know that it bothers no. you. It's totally no, fine. Quit the show. No. <laughs> I can't tell you how much time I spent ensuring this. Didn't spend enough time, clearly. No, I didn't. Time. No, yeah, it's an EP. <laughs> God damn it. It doesn't oh, matter. Who cares? It's clean this year. No, no cares. I, had a, I, I, had, I had a whole system. I only pointed it out because I find it funny that it bothers you. It's it's 14 tracks. It's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's fucking stupid. But that's because well, it says deluxe. So maybe that's why. But you don't make a deluxe of an EP. Who does that? <laughs> that's an LP. That's an LP. If you deluxe it, that's, that's an LP. Yeah, I don't know why it's listed as that. It's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> no. Who cares nope. about labels, dude? Hang on a second. This is 2021. We're beyond the actual album. Labels okay. for the album. The actual album is nine Close. tracks. Right. So that's borderline. Well, actual EP. You said <laughs> it's not correct. Uh, well, let's move on. That's my number seven. I'm not going to play anything from it. No, come on. <laughs> play it. What? It's going to bother me too much. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. I think you guys would like play it. Play it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was clean. Top EPs and albums of the year. Let's do it. <laughs> I have a whole separate playlist filled with EPs. Like I specifically went through this. <laughs> uh, so, okay. If, hold on. <laughs> I, all right. I'll keep it in for the sake of the show. We'll keep going. I'm going to play this song in a second. But if I were to take this out, everything would shift up that I said before. So Black Midi would go to seven. Terrace Martin would go to eight. D Smoke would go to nine. And 10 would become SG Lewis, which is, um, that might be an EP too, for all I know. Um, <laughs> that's uh, more of an EDM, very fun dance album that was very close to making my list. So that's what would happen in a world where I do things correctly. Um, <laughs> but I guess I'll play the song I was going to play. God, really thought I had it. Never prepare sure. enough. That's a lesson for everybody. I've, uh, Every time the shit. Uh, am I sharing sound? Okay. The song is called um, uh, Caught Up by Van Jess.
that was caught up a little more, a little more dancier than the rest of the album. But I really love, you know, love that track. Um, you know, they go, you know, it's more R and B the rest of the album, but it's, it's very good. They have a great sound. Um, <coughs> and I feel like, yeah, not too often you see this, you know, a sister duo R and B group is pretty cool. Yeah. It's good but for an cares? EP. It's good I was going to say, it sounds, yeah. it sounds like an EP. I mean, it just sounds you know? like an EP. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great, Dan. Come on. All right. I'm just going to tune out for the rest of the show, but <laughs> you guys can keep going. I like that. I'm going to yeah, start no. calling you Dan Jess. <laughs> I, I let up and I don't double check for maybe, maybe one album. Maybe this is the only one where I don't <laughs> didn't double check. This might have been the only one where like I didn't, like I, like I let up a little bit. And it's a fucking EP. Dan, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's definitely because it was the deluxe. It's 14 tracks. Why didn't? No, but it, I don't, it, it's too, like Radiohead is an album that's eight tracks. Like who cares? Like that it's. No, because there's probably other EPs that would have made my top 10. And I, and I threw like I threw them out because that is true. To be fair, there might, I mean, well, not probably there might've been, I don't know. I didn't listen to them because I, an EP ranking show. It's a fucking album. I just want to let it know that I, I am. Not gatekeeping EPs in the top 10 list. To me, they qualify. I'm all inclusive. <laughs> Do you have any EPs in your top 10? I mean, no. Now? No. No, yeah. of course you don't. Yeah. Nobody, you nobody you can say that as a guy who ne- doesn't have any EPs. In but I also have no EPs not on my top list. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Not an EP guy. I, have... I don't have a not. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any EPs on my not on that are that are um, not uh, on my not, top on 10. my not list on my not list. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fickle Friends, that band I talked about on my show, they put out a bunch of EPs this year. Would have absolutely been on my list in my top ten this year, but they're EPs. It's specific. Right. There, here we go. This is why I'm pissed. Fickle Friends was my number one, like whatever the category is in tracks on tracks. New discovery, right? Right. I specifically included them because they were new discovery, not on my album top 10 because they didn't put out an album in 2021. They just put out an album in 2022. So like, that's why I'm pissed because I go to those lengths, do the stupid shit right. for the rules that we set for this show. And I still <laughs> fucked it up. Um, Miguel, he had an EP that I liked. Uh, Lucky Day, great R&B guy, had an EP. Denzel Curry, EP. EP. Chica, the rapper I liked from a year or two ago, EP. EP. Like Amber Mark, amazing RB singer, just put out her first album, had a great EP, 2021. So I'm sorry. We get the frustration. It doesn't really matter. We still like the music. Who cares, really? But I get the frustration because we put so much work into this thing. So, um, but maybe next year we just do uh... Khalid EP. Okay. So, all right. Sorry. Um, we just do like our favorite uh, collections of songs by artists. We can even do playlist. It's your turn, Dave. Okay, number number seven for me, definitely an album unchecked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, humorous band name. I think, I think it's funny, and hum- definitely humorous album title. Um, this is the band's called Men I Trust. And the Midnight, albums, Midnight Trust? No, Men I Trust. Men I Trust. Gotcha. And the album is called Untourable Album. 
untourable untourable album. album. I like that. That's funny. Uh, humorous, but seriously, chill. Sonics. Um. Yes, this is fulfilling the tops slot for this year. Okay. For me. And you'll hear why. But not the top slot. No, not the top slot. It's <laughs> the tops <laughs> slot. The right. band that both me and Dan had on our top 10 list last year. <laughs> okay, so this is it. They're a band from Montreal. I think that's where Tops is from too, right, Dan? Uh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. I don't know specifically where, but uh, I think I found another EP in my list. Really? <laughs> Debatably. It, like the label. Never mind. Continue, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Dan, I think you're going to like this. It's the Tops slot. I better. Um, Untourable album. This is Men I Trust. The song is called Storby Toll. Oh, yeah. Smooth, gentle, Canadian indie pop with calculated, funky flourishes. That's really like down tempo chill yeah. vibes. Let's hear That's, another track. It's yeah. a little bit more upbeat. Same kind of vibe, but a little bit more upbeat. It's called O Dove. Yeah, it's the kind of stuff that's just very up my alley right now. It cultivates such a relaxing, serene, IKEA-like atmosphere. 36 minutes, great runtime. Singer has like a slight, not a slight, has a French Canadian accent. Adds to the flavor of the, you know, corn flavor. So that's. That's men I trust, and yeah. I, the album, the album title, untourable album. I don't know if it's because like they released it, you know, during the pandemic, where they're not right. able to tour this album, or like the album, the album is too complicated to recreate <laughs> on tour. I don't right. know. It's pretty funny, and it's but it's not like overtly like a comedy album, but it makes you go like, huh, I like these guys. <laughs> I can trust these men. Men I trust. I trust. Going 
it's 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 skipping Tracy McGrady on my list of stuff to listen to next. It's going right up there. You guys, yeah, you guys yeah. are both really like that one. I know it. I don't know them, but like I'm looking, they're a huge band. Like I'm looking at all the the streams, oh, really? like like massive. Yeah, millions. We're talking millions or what? Yeah, millions? their album from 2019 has every track is three to four million plays. Damn. Album from 2015, six million plays on the first song. Yeah, they're a big man. I can't believe 100, 120 million on one of the songs. 120? On one of their singles, yeah. Billions Damn, and holy billions sh- and billions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn. Love that okay. pick. That's a that's a really great pick. Can't wait to listen to that. That is real nice. It helped me, it helped me relax a little bit. So, that's yeah. why I did it. I'm Thank actually you. moved it to seven. It was like my number four. I moved it to seven I mean, to relax. You, you, you guys are not men I trust, but I do like men I trust. <laughs> Great pick by Dave. That was your number seven. We're moving on to number six. Another band I mentioned on this show in the past is one of my honorable mentions. Uh, this is a band that has been around for quite a long time, since 1993. Uh like a dream shoegazy band minimalist. Again, this is low. Uh, the band low with the album. Hey, what? Uh, so this is like minimalist, like electronic pop, but uh, purposely degraded, distorted audio at points. Uh, so I just want to kind of play this like juxtaposition here. Uh, Dan, I think you would get a little kick out of this. I definitely played this for Dave one time. We were waiting for you at the beginning of an episode. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, wait. This is when you really think cool. Seen if I were living in days like these, say you only take what you bring. Maybe that's just the way. Okay, then I'm going to skip ahead just real quick in this moment. It isn't something you can It isn't coming in Always looking for that one thing. Oh, you want it so um, it's like it's one of those things where you hear it for the first time and you're like, is this supposed to be like this? And it is. It's just, it's, it's, it's become one of my, like, if I'm driving at night, I'm going to listen to this album. It's, it's just one of my favorite, like night drive albums. It's just such like an atmospheric, I got like, kind of like, oh, like 4am on the way to the airport would be like the perfect time to listen to this. Like, like, it's just something about it that really 
I, I it's very like emotionally connected to just in like a visceral way. <clears throat> it's really, really cool. Yeah. That was different. I, I was into that. It's a very good okay. album. I listened to it a couple times on oh, you did? recommendation. Cool. Yeah. It's my number 11. It almost Ooh. made it, but um, mm. I just didn't listen to it maybe as in many times as my top 10 stuff. So that's why. And I also kind of knew it would be on Brandon's list. I was like, I'll let Brandon. Cool. But I, I, that's awesome. But, that I mean, that high on your list, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And another thing about it is that it, like what you said about another one of your artists on your top 10, Dean Blunt, it really carries the same sound throughout the whole album. It's like they, they have a thing going on. Yeah. This like lo-fi, but like kind of dynamic in like, um, like what's the word like this yeah and like in like audio quality like it looks yeah. like distort really out of nowhere like really like in a, an extreme way but then like get really really gentle like after that and there's no drums or anything on it i don't it's, think right it's just like and that's yeah that's why it's vocals. such like a a unique way to give you that like heavy like visceral right. like like in like intense thing but it's just because it's distorted and it's but louder they, yeah they, it's they, tastefully done like it, it's very it's very it's very unique i had never really heard anything like it um yeah uh, yeah band i've always kind of been into uh and liked what they've done and this one it's really stood out to me so that's low with the hey what um cool band they're from duluth minnesota minimalist pioneers in in terms of like indie pop rock indie rock minimal soda <laughs> minimal soda yeah yeah minimal soda <clears throat> uh so uh dan your number six collection of songs number six on danny's list band i loved years ago from bonnaroo they haven't put out an album in five years it's their first in five years it's caveman they're back. Oh, caveman. I forgot about caveman. This album it's a was good. Man. man. Singular. Man. Danny caveman. loves this band. Yeah. You guys yeah. remember, I love this band. After, so their album, when um, when we saw them, Bonnaroo was really good. Then they had another one that was okay. But I, um, yeah, first LP, LP, Dave, <sighs> in five years. It's called Smash. Um, caveman Smash, I guess. Yeah. Um, offspring, <laughs> offspring smash. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna play the last song on the album. It's called Don't Call Me. I love the way this one builds. Um, I'm gonna play it at the four minute mark. It's just there, there's it's their sound, it's back. It's just fantastic indie rock synth, like uh, engulfing, you know, sound where it just it, it just takes a hold of you, you know, right? It clubs you. Like a caveman would do in the caveman, right? Exactly. <laughs> it clubs you. Yeah. Okay. Don't call me. Here we go. Okay. It's quite primitive, Dan, but I like it. 
Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, 80s. Yeah. That's, you know, I love it. Um, it's that song in particular, where the song starts to how it gets to that point is really, is really great. Um, and then, and then in the last minute of the song, right after that, um, it's, like, it's almost like a seven minute long song. It like, they start taking pieces away and it's, uh, it's, it's great. Um, start to finish, loved it. It was, you know, it's their sound that I fell in love with years ago. Um, one of the best shows at Bonnaroo. Um, that was like right after I had eaten too many edibles and I was like, really had a moment during that show. Um, <laughs> but then it cooled off and it was like, it was good again. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, loved it. Probably not a talked about album anywhere, but I, me and Leslie both listened to it a lot in our apartment yeah. uh, last Your year. household. Yeah, it, it was great. Well, I feel like you, I feel like now that you've like, you've like some of your tastes have gravitated towards a little back towards this stuff and like, you know, the, all the, the, the tops and some other stuff. I feel like you would weirdly be really into my morning jacket. Like that, that gave me some of that. Oh yeah. Some vibes like Jim James Point. type stuff. Yeah. You know, you guys have, you guys know me pretty well. I it's, I missed out on so much of it, you know, of, of, you know, indie rock and, and indie music for years. It's just been more of a recent thing for me the last couple of years. And like, I tend to drift toward like indie pop in particular, you mm -hmm. know, and like, in, you mm -hmm. know, and synth pop, anything like if it doesn't have a synth element, I'm probably not going to be interested. Right. You know, that's, yeah. that's typically the direction I go in. Um, but yeah, I'm open to any and all suggestions of anything you guys think I would like always. Dan, that was really good. I could see that selling car insurance. <laughs> that sound, that caveman sound could definitely. All right, you're up. Dave, you're up. It's your turn. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, <laughs> number six. Yeah. Number six. Yeah. Six, six, six. Ha, I make it the devil. <laughs> My pick is the devil's number. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> My number six is akin to some of the sounds we've heard so far. It's got a lot of great synths, a lot of great vocals. It's soulful. Um, and it's it's nighttime sounding. It's called. The artist is called Night Jewel, Night Jewel, and the album is called No Sun. Um, and here's a song called To Feel It to give a little taste of what this is all about. Every day when I awaken all alone by myself, start the day as fast as I can without anyone else. Vocally. Yeah. Really good. Really pretty harmonies. Every 
day when I'm working all alone by myself. Pick up my pen. Yeah. Um. Yep. Sublimely low key, like electronic pop music with clear, soulful vocals. Uh, Night Jewel is a musician. She's also a professor in musicology. Her name is Ramona Gonzalez. And it's like really nice, emotionally driven songs, great synthesizer sounds. She produces it herself and um, really amazing runtime, only 36 minutes and eight tracks long. So I love that as well. Um, but I think there's something for both of you guys in that, in that sound. Um, and let's see if we can play anything else. No, that's right. You, if you like that, you'll like the, the album. That's, that was probably my favorite song. It's called well, to fill it, but um, what jewel? What's would you say? It's it's called Night Jewel, but it's spelled N I T E, Night mm -hmm. Jewel. And I think I've like this band, or she showed up on my Discover Weekly like years ago, or maybe like a couple years ago, but it was for like an earlier album. So I she was like I was familiar with her work, and then listened to her new album when it came out. Cool. No Sun. Yeah, I. Love that. You guys listen to some good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Brandon, you're number five. I think I'm going to do something crazy right now. <gasps> what? I'm going to switch my number four and my five. Not because, not because of my opinions changing on their placement, <clears throat> but because... Uh, Dave, my number four, AKA my number five is night jewel. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn. I, did, wow. I totally was not expecting that. Me but actually, that's, I did that's... kind of, it kind of figured it out since you didn't say shit. <laughs> yeah. Last, I was like, <laughs> this last this, like four minutes this. So there's an instrumental song, uh, number 14 that came up on one of my like film score inspired playlists mm -hmm. on Apple music. And that's how I found it. And yeah, holy, I'm so, I can't believe that. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'll play. So you were going to maybe play another song. I'm interested to know what yours uh, would have been. Uh, I'm just, I was, yeah, I was, I was, I didn't know what that was like. Should I reveal it now? Cause it's, I'm going to wait too, but uh, so I'm going to switch it. So this is, uh, this is, <coughs> excuse me. Show me what you're made of. Another great track. Skip ahead a little bit, get a little. Just, just go back and listen to what. Just rewind and listen to what Dave just said. I mean, every, all, all of that. <laughs> um, 
so she was four for you. You change it to five. Yeah, just in order to uh, just do the little back to back there. Okay. Um, back to back yeah, nights. Back to back nights and jewels. Um, yeah, the runtime it's nice and to the point. Um, I guess she, yeah, because you mentioned the music. She's a professor of musicology and. This is like a big like post-divorce album, I guess, like with their partner of like 12 years um, and just, yeah, produce it all herself, just like with a couple of synths and her laptop. Very, very. Yeah. Cool. And like, yeah, the, the sounds that she produces, they're so warm. So and, uh, nice. Yeah. It's a very like chill album with a couple of moments of like upbeatness, but um, yeah, it's really beautiful. Love it. Did not expect that. Um, very cool. So that was Dave's, uh, number. That's my number six. That was your number five. Six, number five. Dan, your number five. Um, could you stop sharing, please? Stop sharing so much with us. (laughs) (laughs) This is a personal one. Pod. Yeah. Like, (laughs) keep it to yourself, bro. Um, all right. Number, um, Brandon, maybe you'll be surprised for this. I'm hoping it'll impress you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this, uh, Dave, I don't care. Uh, this is <laughs> number five. Um, I'll just play it. Because we all know. Yeah. Casey Musgraves. This is my favorite track on it. If this was a movie, I love this song. If this was a movie, so cool. I'd be surprised. Oh. I wasn't expecting this kind of sound from her. I love this track. Here. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, I just melted. I melted Great into shit. my chair. Starcrossed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm late on the um, Casey Musgraves train. Definitely. Um, I didn't listen to the last one till. Well, no, that's not true. Leslie used to play it a lot, but I didn't get into it myself till like a little later, probably like last year. Um, but this album, you know, me and Leslie were both listening to it quite a bit, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty much locked into this spot, like right around here for a while. I didn't say it before, Caveman. I think was seven of my original list and it moved up to six. This was six and it just made it moved up to five. Cool. Yeah. This is also a post divorce album. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, this was not my top 10, but I really, really liked it. It was my number 16 overall. And uh, Brandon isn't saying much. Some. I know it's definitely maybe Brandon's it's, like maybe it's coming. Top, Could be his favorite. It, it's <laughs> it's it's not on my top ten. It's not. Oh, oh it's not. Okay. Oh, no. wow. oh. Uh, I 
love it a lot. Not top 10. Wow. It's just, well, okay. So I, I think, I think probably in a couple of months, I'm going to regret that because like, I, I hadn't revisited, like, I think the thing that was getting to me was I wasn't revisiting it a lot. I listened to it a lot when it came out. Um, and then it, I just, it just like, like, I just never like kept going back to it. Uh, saw her, you know, a couple nights ago live. Yep. Reignited my like love for those songs that I loved. Cause she played some of the like ones that I liked quite a bit. Uh, but of just a few too many, like skippable uh, songs for me as yeah, opposed couple, to the, the last album. The couple things Look, I wanted to say about the album that maybe I like the production overall. There's a lot of like nice Latin tinged elements, weirdly in that oh, yeah. album that I liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the lyrics like Ugh. kind of were like cringe, um, cringy. Yeah, that was, oh, that was like one a, thing I, I I couldn't really get past. Like I just thought they were a bowl, the smoke a bowl lyric. Yeah, it was like I was I was laughing when I was I think supposed to be like relating or like yes. empathy for what she was saying, and I was like, this is so stupid. She's a much clever lyric writer than that. And you can, it, it sounds a little watered down for, for what she's done in the past. And I, there are moments I just can't enjoy because of my reaction to the lyrics. It's so silly. Yes. What's, so that's, it's simple times, I think, where it's like, yeah, simple times is, gets kind of bad. It's like, and then the smoke of both. The most, she's always said that. Like her first song was about uh, marijuana. That was the only um, lyric that really stood out. But I mean, sometimes I mean, you know how I listen. I do want to say, yeah. I do want to say, I've never been to a like pop concert in an arena like that before, and it was like a well-oiled machine. It was her first arena tour, so everything was like, you know, perfect. Like you know, the same set list every night type of thing. Um, she did come out and do her like breakout song the mother's hooked you know mary Kay, father mary jane like the merry-go-round song she did it acoustic like just by herself and like i never experienced anything like that before where just like you could hear a pin drop like no but like it was very very cool to just have her wow. like control the audience like that um that was and that was so that was amazing that was amazing um but yeah uh, i'm glad you, i'm glad you like a lot breadwinner breadwinner absolutely oh yes yeah. that song love that song the melodies are so good and it sucks that some of the lyrics i can't get past enough to enjoy the songs but i had that that's the main reason it's not in my top 10 is a few too many skippable songs and a few too many moments that are hashtag cringe i really like the song with the flute solo like towards the there is a light yeah 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 that's great it's really great you know all right so that was your number five Yes. My number Glad five. How do you like it, Dan? My number five is an album called Animal. Brandon? <laughs> you just don't like me not saying anything <laughs> for a long time. Brandon, on your I list? No uh, yeah, it's Pink, Pink Floyd. Uh, Animal. No. Yeah, Pink. <laughs> the, al- the album's called Animal. The artist is called Lump. It's a actually a kind of a super group. I don't know. It's a super duo um, made up of Mike Lindsay from like some electro folk band. I forget their name. And uh, British singer songwriter, Laura Marling. Oh, okay. Heard of. Mm -hmm. Um, 
yeah, this is a really cool album by these two. I think this is their second collaboration. Uh, I'm going to play a song called Climb Every Wall. it's it's like really cool. cool grooves really great production awesome vocals very british sounding vocals fabulous production first rate lyrics and melodies yeah isn't there a song called bloom at night i'll cut in the vibe yeah i i really liked it a lot um was familiar with laura marling she's more like kind of folky i think um mm-hmm. but this was like her collaboration with like mike Lindsay, who i like, i think pretty much does all the music um and uh yeah every song was great also like not so long i think in the 40 something minute range 44 so c- kind of pushing it but it's um very very solid um and yeah and the songs just kind of grew with me as like uh i kept returning to it so it's called lump the album's called animal lump animal uh, i like that a lot dave that was yeah, cool into that into that yeah thank lump. you putting it on the list <clears throat> that was your number five right we're on number, number four. five yep uh okay so yes my okay yeah my no okay 
I just confused myself because I forgot that I changed it. This is one that I think is going to keep moving up over time because this is like a, oh, I forgot this came out last year for a specific reason and kept going back to it. This is a band I know Dave saw a little bit of. I don't know how much a band I saw more than I thought I was going to because of the scheduling at Pitchfork. But this is the weather station with the album Ignorance. Uh, holy crap, this band rules. It's good stuff. I think this was during Carolyn Polachek. Um, I forget. Yeah, maybe, and like that's why I didn't see the beginning of Carolyn Polachek. Yeah, I remember I wanted to see them, but there was something else I wanted to see a little more. Just an absolute killer band. Like, it's like, I get, I get the giggles that I hear doing um Like, I, I'm pretty sure it was Carolyn Polachek because I remember I say, oh, I definitely want to see some of Weather Station. And I just wound up, like, staying much longer than anticipated because it was just too good. Um, they were over and at that stage. With the maybe tree. it wasn't Caroline Polachek. But I forget who it was. But, yeah, I remember I didn't see uh, the beginning of some artists because of Weather Station. It could have been. It was on Sunday, though, right? I forget. Maybe it was Caroline Pochek. I But yeah, this is great. This is on my list, but I won't say where. Okay. Okay. It was called it was Polachek. It was it, it was, was right after so it was right after Mariah the Scientist. We all left. <laughs> <laughs> and then Weather Station and like started 15 minutes before Carolyn Polachek. Oh, okay. Okay. And I stayed longer. Right. And then and then Thundercat was right after that. So that's why we, you guys stayed over there. Anyway. Yeah. So uh Weather Station. It's gonna move higher. It's at four now. It was at five because of the because of the late second swap for Night Jewel. Um, it's been mo- it moved up. Just so now. yeah, it's, I already said yeah. it. Yeah, it was gonna move anyway. It's, it's probably <laughs> yeah. it's probably gonna keep moving. It's 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 just so good. Um, so yeah, Weather Station, Ignorance. This was an album I returned to, but I just didn't put it in my rank in like anywhere in my 60s because i was like you know it's not going to be in my top 10 i just got to keep going so like i just kind of <laughs> forgot to i kind of forgot to just put it anywhere but i did like it but i knew it wasn't going to be a top 10 for me so you moved on ret- yeah you're, you're like so i moved on yeah yeah um but i did like it and i remember being bummed at the conflict because I, I wanted to see them but they're also canadian it. wow 
maybe that's my favorite country of origin for artists. <laughs> yeah. Brian Adams. No, Brian Adams. Brian. Or is it Ryan? No, Brian's they, from, <laughs> from Canada. Are they, are they both from Canada? <laughs> no, the other one's from, I don't know, Louisiana or some shit. I was going to say like Delaware, but yeah. oh, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, the Who's Line guys. <laughs> That's it. All right. Um, where are we at? Four. You're number four. Okay. This stayed at four. So, okay. My top four remained the same the whole time. No movement. No movement in the top four. This is like the elite. This is the elite four. <laughs> um, and I double checked. It's not an EP. This is this artist's first LP. She's only released EPs before this. Um, her name is Gavin Turek. Gavin Turek. Have you guys heard of her? Oh, no. Gavin Turek? What a name. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a cool name. Uh, she's from L.A., um, yeah, don't even remember why I started following her. She's probably somebody from, um, discover weekly. I'll bet okay. from like a couple, from like a couple of years ago, probably that's my guess. So it's an artist I followed for a while. This is her first album. It's called Madame gold or Madame gold. Um, it's awesome. It's a, it's really cool. Like it's R and B, but there's some very unique sort of elements happening here. Um, I think you guys would both be into this. This song, I think I'm going to play this from the beginning. Yeah, this is called So What, this song. Oh, yeah. Kind of Prince a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I remember why I love her so much. Solange. There's definitely a lot of Solange influence. Totally. She's so good. love that yeah yeah, yeah. i figured I was, yeah i figured you would yeah holy shit i was gonna say that might be my favorite thing you've ever brought oh hell yeah, yeah. this is this is to the to the ta- to the show like this cool. is like it makes me very this happy. Is so good yeah this is Imme- like immediate yeah like once the vocals came in i was like i like the music but let's wait for the vocals vocals came in i was like yeah yeah it's it's solange it's prince um yeah, there were definitely times where I wanted to send you guys this album, but I'm like, no, this is going to show up on my list. I got to, I got to, I got I to, gotta, I got to hold, I got to hold strong, <laughs> hold your cards. You must, you must withhold your enjoyment yes. of this. <laughs> hold. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I like that though. Cause now it's, it's more powerful. I'm more, more excited and it's on the show and 
everybody can hear our excitement. That was a good move. Um, yeah, we'll just keep it at that song. But I mean, the whole album start to finish rules. Um, yeah, there we go. This she, is my number yeah, one. she's great. And like, this is my number yeah. one album of, of the year. I've just put out <laughs> as my number one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, that makes me very happy. I, I, I figured you guys would be as into it as me. Um, um, yeah, this that's, that'll probably be the most of, yeah, because the rest of my stuff, I think you guys will like, but not as much as that, knowing what's coming. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Gavin Turek. It's her first album. All EPs before that. Cool. Yeah, I don't know much about her. I know she's from LA. That's, that's it. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, yeah. She's 34. Oh, you, you looked that up? It, I just looked it up on like Google and that came up on the side. That she's from LA and is 34. Songwriter, singer, dancer, and actress. It's a cool, it's a cool album cover. You see the album cover? It's yeah, cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm really liking it. I'm really liking it. Um, my number four, you guys definitely know this one because it's pitchfork related. Um but you guys sadly missed out on the performance um, because they were the first group, I think, that performed at Pitchfork Festival. And since you guys were in like the VIP section, oh, shit. Some kind of hold up, you couldn't actually see the performance. Um, it's Armand Hammer and The Alchemist. I didn't Her. return to this. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe I should have. I did not return to this one. I, yeah, I re I returned to it because of, because of the performance. The performance was very was really cool, um, but seeing them live, it really like elevated um, their status for me. And then I put this album on. It's so good. Um, this album is produced by The Alchemist, like a uh, legendary. Yeah, produce hip hop producer, and um, yeah, has a lot of like vintage samples, um, but just a kind of a new. It's kind of an old vibe meets a new vibe, if that makes sense. Like they they definitely feel like they're in the same. They're drawing from the like that New York City like classic, um, hip hop flow. But there, there's like an updated version. It's an updated version of that. Um, this song was called Black Sunlight. 10.14 right on time with the other side. So I'm above the Winston here with two baby. And he in the number seven position has got a bounce. Church, frankincense, and murder. The whole thing was a blur. Laughed at first. Niggas' politics absurd. I ain't even answered. Just let the weed burn. Unconcerned. Spray and perm. Arm and hammer, haggler and her. Shorted them like Ben Stearns. It's not an aberration. It's how it works. Chuckle at the investigation. Niggas is nerds. Cook the books with the book words. Oh, word? Iridescent blackness. Is this performative or practice? Are we talking about practice? Rock the Kofi backwards. Magic Negro Wesley Snipes taxes. Dark inside the objects with two ratchets. African accents, American names like David Patrick. Game is the game. Just gotta change tactics. 
revolvers to automatics back to revolvers nothing is static black bastards so that's like that's like kind of like the fill the most of the album this song was like the last song this really stood out to me when they were performing it live because there's singing in it and it's um such an interesting sound Control, but I can't cramp my space to grow. Comfort stubborn <laughs> gets us through. I got so much left to undo. I don't wanna lose control, but I can't cramp my space to grow. Comfort stubborn gets us through. I got so much left to undo. Yeah, that so that's Stone Fruit. Um, yeah, great album. It just like flows so well from beginning to end, and um, they kind of like seem like older dudes. I don't really don't know how old they are, but like watching them live, if if it was like it felt like two guys in their like mid to late thirties. Um, and they were like, it was only the two of them on stage and they were like pressing play on their own songs. There was no DJ. And like, it was like very like loose. And, um, I think one of the guys like, doesn't want to be seen. Like if you like Mm. look at pictures of them, like his face is always blurred. Um, Mm. which is good. I, but I don't think like when I saw them live, it was like, they, the guy wasn't wearing like an obstruction on his face um for that but yeah if you like kind of i guess throwback rap sound you'll like that the lyrics are awesome flows are great the beats are awesome um there we go harem by armand hammer awesome yeah i probably should have given it another chance i think um i don't know maybe it was the memory of the frustration of like having to wait so long to get in and that's what happens that when you guys yeah. that's what happens when you do vip you miss you miss some great stuff it's true because yeah you raved about that show right away I, yeah you were like this is sick yeah like, <laughs> i probably would have loved it yeah so i'm in hammer yeah for i there was a lot of pitchfork stuff i forgot to revisit um and i gotta listen to this again album covers like the pig head right is that what it is yeah it's two pig heads Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> okay, In the top three then. Uh, a duo referenced on the podcast in the past by a guest. Uh, this is Carnage, the album by Nick Cave and uh, Warren Ellis. Um, it's funny you say that, Brandon. Because it might be on my list too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so this was originally the first time this came up on the show was um, uh, Pat on the soundtracks album when he talked about his favorite scores. And because Warren Ellis is like the guy that did the score to Assassination of Jesse James. Uh, and Nick Cave, you know, an artist always love um 
So I'll play a little moment here. Let's go to like. It's a it's a beautiful album. Nick Cave rules. He's one of the artists that just like it's like he just gets better with age. Like every is every time he does something new, I'm really into it. Warren Ellis is a great composer. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I wouldn't like love that. <laughs> yeah, did you say it's their first um, like non soundtrack collaboration? Right. Because right. they they they've done a lot of soundtracks together, all instrumental. Mm-hmm. They actually both did the the Jesse James score. The Jesse James, yeah. Um, but this is their first time doing like an album, an album. Like a proper album, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in um, the Bad Seeds. Warren Ellis is a member of the Bad Seeds, which is Nick Cave's band, Dan. Yeah, that I knew. Um, that was beautiful. Yeah, it's. Uh... Another nighttime drive album, really just any time album, but um, yeah, Carnage, Nick Cave, and Warren Ellis. There it is. I don't know what else to say. Well, let's pick the mood back up in here. God, <laughs> happy to do that for us. Um, so my next two, number three, number two, were both brand new discoveries from one from Pitchfork, one from the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was from Pitchfork. Uh, no, coming to number three, uh, Magdalena Bay. Do you guys know Magdalena Bay? Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I think my family did vacation on Magdalena Bay. <laughs> um, 2007, eight? I forget. They are. Hey, thank you, Dave. They are. Uh, <laughs> it's it's as good as synth pop, electro pop, indie pop. Pretty much as good as it gets. Oh, for, for that for that okay. genre. All right. Um, they're a duo from Miami. Um, uh, Micah Tenenbaum and producer Matthew Lewin. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, it's it's so good. This uh, the album's called Mer- Mercurial World. Um, there's actually a lyric in one of the songs where she's like, "Yeah, I'm living in a mercurial world." Like you know, Madonna oh, reference. Nice. Mm. Yeah, um, I like that. But this song is called Hysterical Us. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Oh, wait, wait. I got to share. Hold it's a on. cool album cover. Yeah. Um, highly rated on Pitchfork. Is it really? Yeah, I think. Eight, some, eight something, right? That's, that's good when it's above eight, right? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> All right.
Right here, when it kicks in, it's so good. Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Damn. That's Great. awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one. This is a must for you guys. What the fuck? Yeah, Mercurial World. <laughs> um Dan, you you know what? I gotta say, I was like in my head, like Dan's like taking a lot, spending a lot of time on this project. I don't know if it's gonna be worth it. And clearly it was. I love that too. I'm definitely gonna listen to that. My top four I've are never heard of it. it Elite. It's elite stuff. I mean, you guys aren't gonna be into my number one. I'm just you gonna put in right the now. work. But you put in but the work. Four, three, and two are elite stuff. Number two, I cannot wait. I think Brandon will probably be more into two. But yeah, the, um, there's one more track by them from this album I want to play because it kind of sounds like I want your sex, uh, George Michael, a little bit. Oh, hold on. It, it's called um, Secrets with Your Fire in parentheses. Same album. <laughs> there's one part where. It's it's like the best indie pop album probably that I've heard so far. Like getting into this genre, like synth pop. There's one part where it reminds me of I Want Your Sex. It's coming in a little bit. Right here, ready? Is that George Michael, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. awesome too they rule um there's a big me and pat um pat who's just on the show pat from varsity um oh pat stanton yeah um but rock volume five this this is a big me and me and him album he just bought a ticket by himself to go to their show in chicago i've i've hesitated it's sold out now oh really uh yeah but i would I really want to go. Uh, I've been, well, I'm mostly hesitant just because of COVID and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting to go to stuff like that for a little bit. Um, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Pat. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll probably end up going. I think <laughs> it's at, uh, it's at the end of February, the show, but uh, yeah, they're, they're touring album rules. Everything world. Right <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee. Yeah, it, it, it'll be gone. <laughs> Um, listen to it. It's really fun. Well, presenter number three, me, loves your presenter number three pick. (laughs) 
that band, Mercurial, Magdalena Bay, Magdalena Bay, yeah, Mercurial World, Mercurial World, Mercurial World. It's called Mercurial World. Okay. Um, my number three. So everything on here on out, it's been it's been mentioned before. I think on the show, discoveries of 2021 tracks on tracks on tracks episode. Um, this is an artist called Lorraine. Yeah, it's ah. called Fatigue. It's my number three. Um, so I think we're all familiar with it now. But uh, I listen. I listened to it from your from tracks on tracks. I listened to the album. Yeah, it was on Brandon's. Uh, like new artist, right? Or favorite new discovery artist, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is called Suck Teeth. Suck Teeth. Yeah, it's experimental R&B, gospel news, pop. Uh, very subtle, though. Like, kind of like it's still growing up. It's so under the surface. You can easily like kind of vibe out to it, not really pay attention to what's going on, and it's like nice background music. But there's a lot going on there. Um, and it's a very cool album because there's, there's a lot of like interludes in it. Um, and yeah, it stays with me a little bit more and more with each listen. It's like sticking on me more and more. And it's, it's rise up to number three. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a really great album. I ultimately wound up not putting Lorraine or Spelling both featured in my discovery list just because, you know, I wanted to, you know, since we like talked about them, um, but diversify. Yeah. But both really great albums. And yeah, Lorraine is awesome. What did I say? I like better on the show, Lorraine or spelling. I think you said like Lorraine. Oh, that's spelling more. Sorry. That's spelling more. Yeah. Okay. That checks out because I put the Lorraine album at 24 and I put the spelling album like 18. Oh, spelling was 18 for me too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Attorney I Hill. liked it. It's very I, cool. It's that's a bizarre album. That's very poppy. And that's an album I wanted to yeah. point out. It's like something that if I gave it, because I really only listened to it once, you know, because it, it was a recent suggestion by by you guys, by Brandon. Was it Brandon? It was, was Brandon. It yeah. Okay. And I remember listening to it thinking like, I need to give this a few more tries because I feel like it would be a lot higher if I listened to it a few more times. It's a, it is, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's also a there's long a, album. It's like yeah. over right. an hour long. That yep. was the thing. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this is something I would love if I really mm-hmm. you know, dove in a little more. Um, but it came in at 18. Yeah. Fatigue is only 29 hours. <laughs> Anti-fatigue. Oh. Yeah. Uh, great to see Lorraine. Featured again on the show. That's your number three. My number two uh, has just been number two. Since I heard it, it is Little Sims with Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert. 
Um, yes. Oh, I didn't listen to this full album, but I do know a lot of tracks from it. It's incredible. It's really, I really added incredible. this to my year-end playlist, and I couldn't remember to? why. Did you suggest it, Brandon? Is that why I did? No, I don't think so. I didn't get it. No, I didn't listen to. I listened to like a couple tracks. So I was falling asleep. Anyway, play it. I'm. This was a, yeah. I should have listened to it. Niger women got the melanin dripping. L O N D O N C E girl living in the back, looking like fire chili pepper. Yoruba girl tougher than imperial leather. He was getting bitter while she was getting better. Diamonds are forever. Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem. Works hard in the week, party on the weekend. Know you wanna live with no one watching how you spend. Got a thing for the finer things and the finer men. <laughs> Miss Tanzania, she a do or die. Says she wanna know more about the Sukuma tribe. We hit the zoo, once wasn't enough. Got a notion full of knowledge, you could scuba dive. Miss Ethiopia can play so jazzy. They sit you down to school, you want Selassie. Tell them you're not in without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow. Tell them what's up. Um, yeah, that's a that's a guest artist singing Cleo Soul. Um, I'll just play another little thing here, real quick. This is Protect My Energy. It's there's just so many great tracks. It's like, you know, hip hop, jazzy, Afro beat, R and B. It's it's there's a lot of different like vibes going on. Really incredible lyrics, just incredible. Like, you know, she's the whole. The, so the name of the album. Sometimes I might be introvert. Um, it's all about. I mean, it's that's it's about that. Like making music on your own but like being an artist you know, you're just, it's an extroverted like thing to do but you know she can only really express herself via the music and that type of thing uh because you know having a lot of thoughts a lot of things to say but maybe not the, the personality type to put that out there it's it's amazing it's really really uh amazing i um, listen to it a lot i will definitely listen to it i yeah i I'm aware of it. I can't remember why I, or like, maybe she's an artist. I started following on my own randomly. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. I can't remember, but yeah, I started listening to it like real late one night and I fell asleep and I just didn't return to it. Clearly a mistake because it's very good. Obviously. Yeah. She's <coughs> uh, <coughs> in her twenties. Yeah. yeah. Great stuff. I like the, the music video for point and kill. Oh, I didn't watch the video. That's what I. That's how I know her, and I know a couple other songs I listened to. Didn't listen to the full album because I. I don't know why. I should have, yeah, but I. I definitely dug what I heard. My friend Kyle was really into her. So. Kind of a long album, maybe. Uh, it's an hour, 
Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah, I think the hour thing was like, uh, I'm gonna listen to something else right now, and I never like really got to it. Yeah, it's it once you like it's one of those ones where once you are familiar with what's coming and you know and like all that, it 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 really is it, it's great. It is long though, understand it. So little little Sims. Uh, sometimes I might be introvert. That's my number two. Definitely not an EP. Definitely. No, definitely not. It's not a P. <laughs> Apparently, you could have deluxe EPs. Apparently, okay, that's, yeah, a that, that's a new thing. I, I don't know. 14 track deluxe EPs. What are we doing? 2021, <laughs> you know, music keeps changing now. There's deluxe EPs. And... Wow. All right. Wow. Dan, you're number two. Better be uh, good. You're the number two presenter. This okay. is a band I feel like Brandon has mentioned or shown me before or mentioned. I could be wrong, but the, the name of the artist was is so weird that I was like, Brandon, I feel this sounds familiar and weird where Brandon might have shown this. Um, Hiatus Coyote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hiatus Coyote. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys listen to this album? Yeah. Holy no, fucking I, shit. No. This album. My yeah. God. Dude. It's, yeah. This didn't make your list, Brandon. This is on my. I got to go back to it. Like, listen once. There, but yeah, I've listened. This is like a band I frequently listen to. Okay, yeah, I feel like I've heard you talk. I, uh, I'm glad I'm not crazy. Yeah, I know. I feel like I've heard you talk about them before. Brand new. I forgot for me. about Hiatus Coyote, but I um, I remember really loving them in the past. I. This of- was when I looked at the Grammys list. This this album is up for like best like R&B album or something. Which. Huh. Um, it's funny that they fit it in that category because it's it's a range of categories. This band, I mean, yeah, this is yeah. this is R and B, this is jazz, this is funk. Like it's mm-hmm. blown away by this. Like this album, I was like, how do I not know about this band? My God, this is so cool. They're Australian. Um, this is the song. It's called "Chivalry Is Not Dead." The, uh, the album's called "Mood Valiant." Um, this is fifty seconds into the song "Chivalry Is Not Dead." This drew me in right away. It's it's nuts. It's, yeah. Incredible band. Um yeah. This this was like listening to this, I was like, oh, this is a new sound. I didn't think there could be a new sound. This is a new sound. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't like it's yeah, they're just an incredibly talented band. Um yeah, this has pretty much been locked into my number two spot all year. It's really, really good. Um, no, well, not all year since I looked at the at the right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that long ago, but I think I, I think I know how why I mentioned them to you because 
sampled by Kendrick and Anderson Pac like way back when, like Anderson Pac on Malibu, which is like that's like when I first was like listening to like this, like Coyote and Anderson Pac, like around that time, uh, you know, back before it was cool to like Pac. Um, spoiler that album didn't make the cut Silk Sonic unfortunately didn't listen to it Um, live up to the hype no the singles were good the album was good Um, yeah it just missed it though it's still my top 20 Uh, but yeah great band I got it I it was yeah it's always just overwhelming because there's just so much going on. So I, I just, I, yeah, I got to go back and listen to it again. I want to see this band live really bad. I really would like to see this band live. Like this is, I feel like this is a band you have to see live. Like this, it just sounds insane. Um, it's very into it. The album's great. Start to finish. Um, yeah, it's very, I listened to it. I was like, I feel like Brandon has to know this. He like, he would love this. That was what I was thinking. Dave, I don't know. I know them. I like them. Heard of them. Not impressed of it. <laughs> Last of two, it. I was very impressed by this one. I've heard about this band for like 10 years, so whatever. Well, <laughs> now I'm, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm glad you, you mentioned them because I totally forgot they existed. Um, but like them when I did hear them, like way back when. Um, so I'll check in again. I didn't know the Grammys now, nominated bands like this. Like also, like I was like, new Grammys. Is a, this is a Grammy thing. Whoa! All right, cool. G- Grammys are new, man. The Gra- Gra- Grammys are different now. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I've been watching All them right. for the last two years. Um, they're from Australia. Yeah. So surprising, that. they're not called hiatus kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's right there. Like, I mean, you're not going to call yourself a kangaroo. All right. My number two, it's been said already. It's uh, the one by the, the two uh, the two guys that our friend Pat mentioned way back when. Nick Cave, Warren Ellis, Carnage. First non-soundtrack collab between the two. Um, and it, it, uh, as Brandon said, it's you know Nick Cave is one of those artists in his late in his old age, approaching seventy, is still doing really great work, very potent yeah. work, and uh, and honestly incorporates modern sounds in his music without it feeling forced or like opportunistic. It just like feels right. Mm-hmm. This was like a, like the proper evolution of the sound. Um, song I'm gonna play will be. Uh, white elephant. Hmm. It's kind of more of a, like a creepier, creepier one. Spookier. Spoken word. Menacing. Eerie. sits on his porch with his elephant gun and his tears shoot you for free if you come around here protest kneels on the neck of a statue 
statue says I can't breathe. Protester says now you know how it feels and he kicks it into the sea. I just want to get to the point where he says penis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just like a flavor of the album. Yeah. Brandon's it's hard to, a, it's a, hard a, to fill like snippets. A, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's an experience, but there's like also there's a very, you know, uh, um, emotional like balladry in there. Some really beautiful strings. Um, what song did you play, Brandon? I forget. Was it Shattered Albu- Ground or was it? Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Okay. This is shattered ground. Different feel to it. pretty stuff. Old guys doing poetic lyrics, like very painful sounding. Um, it's just great. It's just really, really powerful stuff. And um, I didn't really hear like anybody talk about it. Um, which I was surprised about because I feel like, or maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't see, I literally didn't see anybody talk about it. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure at all, yeah. but I heard, I listened to it, I think early, like right when it came out basically. And I, it's one that stayed with me for many <laughs> months, carnage, Nick cave and Warren Ellis. Your number one, Brandon final round. My number one is probably my favorite thing to just come out in years. Um, I do want to actually, for just the, uh, my co-presenters, along with the music, play a little bit of this video. This is a instrumental uh, thing called Floating Points, or the artist is Floating Points. Uh, the, the, the piece is called Promises. It's featuring uh, like a, a jazz legend, Pharaoh Sanders and the London Symphony Orchestra. This apparently, this video is the moment that Pharaoh Sanders hears the piece for the first time and then improvises his melody. So it's it, the first little thing you're going to hear is like the main motif that repeats throughout, which has been a common theme. Like we talk about like a, like a kind of a complete idea here. So I'm just going to play this little moment here. Thank you. 
So he's like building these, it's, it, you know, it's just pure Im improv on, on his part. And he's like writing these melodies that will develop over, over time. And so it's, it's basically just a whole piece of that main little, you know, that little keyboard motif there that eventually builds into this like really climactic moment. I just want to put a little sample of that. It just, it even gets more built up from there. I've listened to this thing like a, just a kind of gross amount. It's just always playing. Uh, it's very pretty. It's, it's, one, it's one of those things, again, it's hard to like have like a, a snippet of um, because it really is just like one whole giant piece. Um, it's hard to talk, hard to talk about it. Like, I don't know what, what else to say critically. It's just, it's great. I love it. I almost didn't include it because it felt like a different thing, but like it just popped up on every single like what, playlist. It wasn't it EP or something? <laughs> Why is it? Why couldn't it? Um, it just kept popping up like every of my, all of my algorithms of, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, like whatever it is. It's just like, oh, this is a thing that you're going to, love it was gorgeous it was really pretty that yeah snippet. floating points frau sanders london symphony orchestra promise so it's an album is it so yeah what so what do we see lot is that a recording of the album uh you saw the video uh, it, it it claims that that's the it's the moment that Farrah Sanders recorded the sax part because it was a composition that floating points, this guy like made with London symphony orchestra. And there's like some spoken word stuff that he does on it. Um, so like that, the orchestra is not there at that moment. That's the, um, so it already has been recorded and that's this Farrow Sanders doing his sax part over what has as, already been recorded. As far as I know. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, it's great. Promises. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> I promise you guys aren't going to give a shit about this one, but <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, this stayed number one for me the whole year. I um, look at the end of the day. I'm a pretty simple guy. Elite pop music, high quality pop music is what I like the most. 
right. Adele. It's the soundtrack to Shang Chi: Legend of the Two. <laughs> Is it Adele actually? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, actually, the Shang Chi soundtrack has some songs I did like. Um, there Song were a couple. There were a couple of good soundtrack albums this year. Judas and the Black Messiah was a pretty good one. Um, oh yeah, there's some good stuff there. Had some good stuff on there. But no, my number one is Nick Jonas. Oh, uh, oh, I mentioned I, him on the you Pitchfork said, show. You said it's going to be on my... Yeah, <laughs> it's number one. Dave immediately made fun of me when I said that like on my Pitchfork wish list was Nick Jonas. He was like, what are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, it is. I love this album. I think it's a perfect pop album. Okay. Um, Dan, you know, wait, I love it. You just as you followed your heart, just like I did. Yeah, this is my brave pick. It's all this about is, heart. This is, this, is yeah. brave, this is this is my brave, my Dan and bravery. Um, the, album, there. the album's called Spaceman. I've listened to this album so many times. I think the biggest reason why I love it so much is because oh. he did what like the dream used to do in his albums, where the transitions between songs are seamless and Ooh. they flow into each other so perfectly. And that detail, I, I love. I love when, when on any album, when you do that, they flow into each other. Just do that. It's better than, <laughs> than tracks. Like, like for, I, I love it. And he mastered it in this album. And um, here, Brandon, I'll make a claim right now that you can look up and refute. I'm pretty sure he, he writes most of his songs. Let's look. I don't know. I really have no idea. I heard somebody say that, and I'm going with it as a reason I like this album without actually knowing if it's true. <laughs> um, I mean, there's uh, there's three songwriters on all the songs. Okay. Is he co-writing at least in all of them? Well, I mean, with I, there's no way, there's literally no way of knowing. He could just contribute a lyric and it would give him a credit. Like, like uh, okay. a, lot of, a lot of people do that. You know. Well, we'll never know. But I'm going with it. Yeah, so I'll go towards the end of this song. I'm going to skip past the sax solo, which is great. I'll skip past it, though, because it's too long. Um, so I'll play for you guys my favorite moment in, this, in the album, but like most of the album does stuff like this. So one of the big hit songs was This Is Heaven. It's like maybe my favorite song of the year. I'm going to play the end of the song into the transition into the next song because I'm obsessed with this. And it's like stuff like this throughout the album that just made it my number one, pretty much. <laughs> um, let me share. It's from This Is Heaven into the song Sexual, which is very sexual. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is sounds like breathing. Yeah, it's definitely hitting that Ariana Grande note button for me. Yeah. Is it a weekend, is it a weekend song sound just like this? A little bit. All right. Like, uh, Hold on. Just like that. It's a whole nother song now. Like, it's... I. I love this, and then it can, and then it just becomes something so cool. Yeah. 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 Set the scene. 
My favorite. I love this so much. <laughs> right here, wait. Fast forward a little bit. Just going for it at the end of the song. That's my shit. Um, yep. I just, um, I feel at home with this album. <laughs> it's, uh, I like that last chorus. That was, I like that a lot. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like, I liked it enough. Nick Jonas. I, does, does Kevin do anything or no? I, I don't know. Um, contributing. It's high, it's high quality pop music. It's a perfect pop album from start to finish. I, yeah, Brandon, I mean, Ariana Grande is a great call. It's like very much doing the same for me that like her good albums did. It, it, yeah. uh, it's totally in the same like quality space of like this yes. is it's better than the uh, like the a lot of the other stuff. Yep. He's awesome. Love this album. Do you like Nick Jonas better than Harry Styles? Yes. This is my favorite album of last year. <laughs> this is my favorite album of last year. This is my favorite. Okay, okay. That's the kind of human being you're talking to. <laughs> this is my favorite stuff. Okay, I know it's your number one, but do you like it more than Harry Styles? <laughs> I like Harry. Leslie saw Harry live. It's I kind of like awesome. Harry. Yeah. Okay. Dave? I like it for Dan. I like it a lot for Dan. I um, love it. I love it for Dan. I love that Dan loves it. Thank you. My number one anticlimactic weather station. Oh, um, okay, right. Ignorance. I, I, gotcha. Um, excellent present day singer songwriting, kind of like no frills production, great melodies, evocative lyrics with an ecological slant to them. I thought I said this to Brandon when we saw them live. She has a very Paula Cole flavor to her, like mm -hmm. in her, her vocal styling, her approach to songwriting. It kind of has the same um, heart to, to her music. Mm -hmm. um, can we check if Paula Cole, is she Canadian or no? I forget. She might be American. Wait, is she Canadian? Don't remember. She kind of has a Canadian vibe to her, right? She's American. He's American, okay. But you, but, but, I, 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 that may that settles fine with me that she comes across at that. Like, it, it, I feel that too. <laughs> it makes more sense that she'd be Canadian, but it's fine that she's American. Um, what did you play? Did you play Atlantic 
Brandon? I, I think played, you did, right? Yeah, Trek 2, yeah. Uh, so I will play... Hmm, what should I play them? How are the transitions in this album? They're not bad. They kind of like... It kind of feels... Separated by all the work um, we had to do. Feels, I don't know. Separated by all the arguments This is separated. Separated by all the things you thought you knew. Separated by all the words you did not choose. Separated by the results you can't disprove. Separated by all the answers you could not choose. Separated by all the things you thought. music yeah beautiful beautiful canadian music that's still available on spotify for the time being uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah we forgot to keep track of that as we were going um we should check yeah it'll be fun to check in at the end of this year see like who's still uh, on spotify um but <clears throat> yeah i loved it Weather station, great. So yeah, album. something it, it came out I think January of twenty one. So I, I think I listened to it in like March or something. I think because I've heard it so many times, it's like it's another thing that grows dearer. Yeah. To me, with each listen, type of thing. And uh, the songs are just really good, and her vocals are so majestic, beautiful. It's just good music. It's not like overly complicated in any way, but. Um, well Another band that, like, in a, in a similar way as what we said before, like, really just knows what their thing is, like, just and executes yeah. it, executes it really well. Yeah, and Dan, you should love it. I mean, you you uh, <laughs> you cover the weather on Dan the weather, Bravo, yeah, that's all true. of twenty twenty one. So, come that's on, that's fair. Yeah, a segment I always like to tell tell you guys like how much I like doing. <laughs> um, I like that album, and I liked listening to them in preparation for Pitchfork. Um, but it's not Nick Jonas. It's not Nick Jonas. I get that. <laughs> I, I did want to quickly point out my top three, kind of tell a story here. Like number three, fatigue. Number two, carnage. Number one, ignorance. I think you can maybe, maybe it should be like ignorance, fatigue, carnage. Does that make more sense? Yeah. They're all like they're, they have a similar mm. titles. This is what I'm trying to gather. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. I'm fatigued by the ignorance people have towards "Let There Be Carnage." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Brandon, what are some so that before you fall asleep, what are some other albums like honorable <laughs> mentions? Casey Musgraves, Saint Vincent, Lorraine, Spelling, Japanese Be- Breakfast, Holly Humberstone, Dry Cleaning, Jasmine Sullivan. Those are like my main. That's neat. Wow. 
What is? Jasmine Sullivan, I think. I listened to that too. That was Hotels? Good. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so my biggest drop today, like, um, like when I tried to narrow down my top 20, Japanese breakfast fell down the most, unfortunately. It yeah. was number five at one point. Oh, it kind of yeah. kept dropping. It kind of kept dropping. Me too, me too, which is strange because... You know what it is? There's like three or four songs in the album that I love, but yeah. as a whole, I don't love as much. That's right? what happened today. I was like obsessed with a few tracks, and then like I don't know. Later in the album came out, and I was like, "Yeah, this is, I think the second uh, half is not as good." The first, um, that song "Beat Sweet" is like amazing, right? Yeah, I such a good song. I loved I it. Um, Ty Siegel dropped off for me too, Brandon. I had that pretty high. Yeah, that never was really like. I mean, I love, I, I like it. He's just one of those. People is very prolific, and I like all their stuff, and it's fun live. Um, R&B singer I liked, you guys might like too. Her name is Genevieve. Hmm. Um, that was just outside my top ten. That's a good album. It's called Division. Um, a white R&B guy you guys won't care about. His name is James Vickery. I think he's British. Um, okay, his name should be James Victor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just outside the top ten, like fourteen-ish for me, the Ro- new Royal Canoe album. Great. Oh wow. It was great. Yeah. Um nice. so it's called Sidelining. It, it was fun. Good <laughs> album. Charlotte, do you guys know Charlotte Day Wilson? No. Mm-mm. She's like RB indie-ish. Um Alpha is the name of the album. Adam Ness is like another RB guy I like. He had a good album. Oh, and uh Dave Dram's new identity, Shelly. Whoa. Dram has a new name. And okay, the artist name on Spotify is Shelly FKA Dram. So Shelly, wow. formerly known as Dram, and know. the album is called Shelly FKA Dram. So it's just like he's going by that full thing, Shelly FKA Dram. Okay, pretty, pretty good album. I, I, I think you you might like it if you like Dram. Um, and then yeah, Saint Vincent dropped a little bit. Um, Snow Allegra, do you guys know her? It's a pretty good R&B album. Um, Tons more I could mention. Um, Lil Nas X had a fun album this year. Um, I listened to it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's mo- mostly fun. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. Doja Cat. Um, that was a fun one from this year. Nas had a new. Oh, okay. So I mean, because so many things we could talk about. The Kanye album was this year. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder. Uh, I refuse to put it anywhere near my top ten. It's way too long. Uh, but there was like a couple tracks that were really good. Yeah. Um, Drake album was. Drake album was not memorable, disappointing. Um, DJ Khaled, I'll always listen to, and it was kind of nothing. Churches had an album I really liked this year. Their new album was good. Um, uh, Bo Burnham, you know, from from his documentary, I think like the album with all the songs from it was really fun. Maxo Cream album, great. Liked it, yeah. Um, number twenty four. Brockhampton had a fun one. It, well. Fun is not the right word. It was a good album. Um, Rick Ross put out an album. <laughs> Listen to it today. Yeah. Um, Vince Staples, Dave. There's a new Vince Staples. I like the Vince Staples out. It's very short. So short. Like like all think, his albums. Is yeah. it an EP? I don't it's, think so. I think he does short albums. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes long. <laughs> it was really yeah. it was really fun. Yeah, it's a good album. I like the, I like the first track a lot. Oh, you guys know I love her, right? She had an album. I liked like half of it. 
Um, John Batiste, just listen to that. That was, that was pretty cool. John Batiste album, no. We love no. to show it, Bonnaroo. Come on. Um, Big Boy and Sleepy Brown put out an album. That was pretty good. Oh, really? Um, my number 11 was low. Hey, what? My number 12 was Steve Gunn, The Other You. Really solid stuff. My number 13, Bonnie, Prince Billy, and Matt Sweeney, Super Wolves. 14 was Japanese Breakfast Jubilee. 15, John, Don Richard, second line. I think you guys would like that. Very cool if you haven't heard it. And then I had Casey, I had Vince Staples, I had Spelling, I had St. Vincent, and Ian Sweet, Show Me How to Disappear, indie pop stuff. Really good, too. Oh, I just want to shout out ABBA for their comeback album. <laughs> Not great, but some like instant classics on there, for sure. Okay, Speaking of artists of old, um, coming in, what came in at number like, maybe like somewhere in the 20s for me, the new Duran Duran album is pretty good. Oh, Duran Duran had a new album. Yeah, yes. You guys Whoa. should listen to it. It was it was mostly good. Duran Duran had an album that was good. I remember when they came out with a new album, like when we were in high school, and that was good. Like they, they're one of those bands that I feel like always like turns out yeah. good stuff. They're doing cool stuff. Um, oh, J. Cole had an album that's towards the bottom of my list. I don't think it was that good. Um, Ryan the Scientist, not good anymore. Um, <laughs> Nao, the new album. You guys know I like Nao. It was okay. All right, but um, okay, Dave. I think you might be on the same page as me. I mean, there were artists from the lore of Dan and Brave Presents that put out new music this year. And I know the show is incredibly long. Maybe it gets split into two parts, whatever. But there's one we need to talk about right away, Dave. What, what do you think it is? Is it Sting? Okay, on there, but no. Okay, this Elton, this Elton John album. We have oh, I didn't hear it. John no, I, I did oh, not hear that. My... It's horrendous. <laughs> it's him overly auto-tuned. It's mostly like dance tracks. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. And he duets with a different artist every song. And I'm going to play this one for you because it's Elton John and Young Thug and Nicki Minaj. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. You can, is, this, you need... is this duets volume two? It's like all features. Because that's that album. Remember that album I always talk about, Duets, where he has a different artist every song. And it's like his follow-up. <laughs> it's called Always Love You. I could stop laughing at this. Thing. Why? Oh my god. It's brutal. Even if you let me Trying to buy some Oh shit. Somebody come pass an umbrella. Okay. That part I, was really good. <laughs> it's, oh my god. His his singing sounds like that the whole album. It's like so overly auto-tuned crap the whole time. 
Like I didn't Why? listen. I didn't, I didn't listen to it start to finish. I was just I was just skipping around through it today. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it, it, it's. I was laughing the whole time. It's brutal. Um, his song. Oh, him and Miley Cyrus cover cover. Nothing else matters. I think. I think it's a cover oh. of the Metallica. The Metallica song. <laughs> oh right, yeah. I heard about that. Um. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um. Uh, okay, you said Sting. I didn't really listen to much of Sting. Um, well, you should you should play one of the songs because it's it's like kind of a interesting um, like <coughs> new sound for Sting. Do you know what it's called? It's yeah. So it? the album's called The Bridge. Yeah. And the song is I think called Rushing Water. This is the first song. Yeah, I think this is it. Sounds like that one top song I like. How many times have I had this dream that wakes me from my slumber? How will I ever get to sleep again? Counting sheep in a book of numbers. How many times have I had this dream? With you walking towards me from the river. It's not bad. It's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. It's a bit of a risk for him. Wondering if yeah. I can deliver. Yeah, I kind of like this. This is the sound of rushing water. Again, the worst chorus. <laughs> Every chorus. time with him. Yeah. Every this single time with him. Staying consistent. Yeah, it's, it's just never... Yeah, it, it's never proportionate to the the quality of the verse. The choruses suck every time. Why does he do that? That's him. And that's then, his thing. He's been listen, at least it's at least it's years. not the great medieval songbook of fourteen. There's some 12, of that in, on this album too, but oh okay. There's an and album then, called oh. there's a, there's a song called The Bells of Saint Thomas. There's one called Captain Bateman. <laughs> Waters of Tyne. Uh, and then I mean. There's another one from Dana Bray Presents Lore. Rod Stewart put out an album this year. Oh, right. What the fuck? It's called The Tears of Hercules. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I heard about this one. I want to play you guys a song I found from it today. It's called Cuckoo Arama Baba. What? It's, the, it's one word. Obama? I'm going to play this. Cuckoo Arama Baba. Hold on. What genre is this? I don't know. <laughs> it's like Billy Idol. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Chicky Cherry Cola. Yeah, there you go. Okay. What? Oh my god. What That's a, a reference a, to George Michael too. Is that what you were saying? No, I just I I just heard a little bit of this today and I had to play it. All right. 
what a mess. Um, but yeah, I wanted to just highlight those quickly. Um, Prince also had the posthumous album this year. Didn't listen to it. Welcome to America. It was okay. Um, I knew Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis had an album too. I didn't listen to it. Oh, I didn't know that. But I did see yeah, T- Tito Jackson had an album this year. <laughs> <laughs> Called Under Your Spell. And again, similar to Elton, there's like a bunch of duets and features. Like there's a song with Stevie Wonder. On, on a similar note, the worst album I heard this year goes to another artist um, from an earlier period, Van Morrison, with his album, Latest Record Project, Volume 1. <laughs> this complete trash. Um, it sounds like demos. Like, it's not even like, he's not auto-tuned like Elton John, where it sounds like bad because it's like overproduced. This is so underproduced, it's like, it's bizarre. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Belfast that came out this year. Oh, right. Okay. He did the music for yes. for that movie, Belfast. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely the worst part of the movie. Like all of the new Van Morrison songs. Like his stuff is so, so bad now. Um, but it's very funny, Dan. I think you would actually get a kick out of some of this stuff. Uh, we don't have to play it right <coughs> there, but... <clears throat> Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's really bad. Um, I said the, um, I said the space jam soundtrack was the worst because of just the disappointment. I mean, you have the original space jam soundtrack, which is a class, which is a classic, you know, and, uh, this one sucked. There are 28 songs on latest record project volume one, by the way, it's two hours and eight minutes long. And every song sounds like a demo. (laughs) <laughs> like a karaoke mix. All right, we did it. Three hour show. We did it. Three and a half hour show. Uh, well, th- that wraps up the sincerity series for 2021. We looked back at everything possible. Dan's not going to listen to music for a couple weeks. He's going to yeah. start putting. He's going to. You should just start working on your list for next year right now. Just I've already had the playlist, so <laughs> I mean, just dump in things that come out. It's already too much stuff. I, I, yeah, I did actually want to bring that up. 2021, a lot of good music. 2022, already so much stuff that I, by artists I, I love, it's coming out this year. It's kind of crazy. It's overwhelming how many like anticipated albums from this year, from 2022 are. So I don't know. You guys don't feel the same right now. I haven't heard that, anything that have, that have already come out, or no, no, out? that are about to come out. Wise Blood, there's a Big Thief, there's like, at least for me, Kate Lebon, like a lot of stuff that I've that's appeared on my my list already. Um, there, a lot of their, their albums are coming out, or have already come out. A few more butt stuff to get to uh, before we get to season six, where we are gonna dip into the two thousands for the first time. So if you're still listening, we're gonna get dip excited our balls in it. 2000s reference, right? Not a not a 2000s reference. Like <laughs> nine ninety, I think. <laughs> in like nineteen ninety, I think maybe maybe ninety no, one. Mid nineties. The state. Mid. mid. Um. Mid. Uh. Yeah. This has been Dan and Bray presents Sincerity Series top selection of collection of songs, not albums anymore, of 2021. Um, 
Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon on Presenter Brandon. Bye. Presenter Danny here. Thanks for listening. Sincerity series, closing it out. Finally exiting 2021, a month later. Yeah. A month after, a month after it's done. If you are a major <laughs> artist right now, please stop putting out EPs. There's no, there's no point. Just put out albums. Do what Vince Staples does. He puts out 20 minute albums. They're never yeah, it's EPs. fine. Yeah. This it's called you, you can, can make a 10 minute album and just call it an album. And Spotify, get your shit together because you basically call everything an album. And that's where I get confused. On Spotify, most things are called that's albums. Her, and, and usually they're problem. <laughs> like it's that's uh, Spotify's like every, main issue. <laughs> like that they mislabel. Yeah. yeah. The mislabeling. Not the Joe Rogan yeah. stuff. You know, no, I I agree. That's what I've been complaining about for years. I hate how they <laughs> I hate how they organize shit. It's the worst. Brandon agrees with me that Joe Rogan's not a problem. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> no, I uh, I support Neil. Uh, Neil. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> Neil. I'm with Neil her. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm with her, Joni Mitchell. Um. Well, he's with. She's with him. Well, I'm with her. I'm not with him. I'm with her. So you're with her, not with him, but she's yeah. with the reason why she did it was because she was with him. I like right. that. Um, love Joni. Can't listen to her anymore on Spotify, except for a couple 80s albums that I like, actually. So that's okay. Um, oh, uh, Neil Young's album, Barn, my number 58 album of the year. <laughs> Stuff. Um, all right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. See you. In the butt rock. Second cheek. Bye.